are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. All right, everybody, nude, nude show podcast, <laughs> nude show podcast. We got two future nude guys. We have Kevin Quigley. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm Kevin M. Quigley and I, uh, live in Somerville, Mass. And I'm going to be naked and talking about my dick. Okay. And we're also joined by. By, by Kevin M. Quigley. I, I also live in Somerville, but I am I am a 24-year-old man. Do you really I both have, have no the same tattoos. middle initial? I believe so. I'm Yeah, we have the same. What's your middle name? Michael. Yep, mine too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, I am his inverse eight. Well, I'm 43 now, but I was. Yeah, it was close, though. Yeah. For a while there. Yeah, it was. Very nice. Very nice. Two guys named Kevin. Same name, same penis. We'll see out there. Quite possible. All right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to be naked doing comedy. Yes. We will. Have you done it before, Kevin M. Quigley? I do it a lot. Often. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here usually every month. Okay, you're a regular nudist. Mm-hmm. Kevin M. Quigley, what about you? Have you been I've nude? Never, I've never, uh, been naked, uh, in front of strangers in any <laughs> capacity. Uh, for confusion's sake, can we just call him me, Kevin M. Quigley, and we'll call him Rick Fandango? Uh, I think we'll stick with using first first. middle initial and last name for everyone on the podcast. (laughs) Why not? Okay, so Kevin M. Quigley, do you have any tips on being nude for a first time or like other Kevin M. Quigley? Uh, so it's actually, it's, it's easier than you'd think. Actually, it's harder for me to, to, harder, uh, for me to do stand up naked now, uh, or, uh, clothed now because, uh, you get, the, the laughs are easier. Um, there's this barrier that, you know, when you go out there, um, it's just not there anymore. Uh, you know, the audience sees you naked. You sort of have a little giggle about it, and then you just do your set, and they're already on board because they know you're exposing yourself both physically and emotionally. So um, it, this is a really easy place to just sort of relax. Don't get hard on stage. Uh, Don't that, get hard on stage. That's, uh, that's a big thing, and I know that sometimes nervousness makes guys hard. Uh, yeah, I've, oh, I've seen it happen. You've seen that happen here on this stage? On this stage oh, a couple boy. times. Oh, yeah, and they're, like, embarrassed by it, but, you know, you just roll with it. But right. try not to. When I get nervous, I get like no circulation, so I don't, I don't see that being as much of an issue. So in. you don't think you'll be? I don't think I will. Fully. I don't think I will be uh, in uh, what, what I call press F five for presentation mode uh, on stage. Uh, <laughs> That's a little uh, little PowerPoint joke, right? All here. right, it is. Yes, we're bringing out the classics for my PowerPoint. <laughs> I get so, it. what are you nervous about, Kevin? When getting what, or what are you anticipating in your nude filled set? Hmm. I don't really know because I've only really heard good things about the show, and that makes me like less nervous. Like if I heard some stories of people bombing, then I would be uh, a little bit more apprehensive. Um, I'm hoping no one uh, yells objectifying remarks at me. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll have to worry about that. They might comment on my rib cage and whatnot. Uh, I think that the people, uh, at least in the audience, even even I mean, the comics are are really there. Uh, you know, backstage they're here to sort of boost you up and make you feel better about. Uh, doing it and generally the audiences behave themselves there's not really a lot of cat calling there's not really a lot of uh weirdness there uh once in a great while there'll be something but it won't be like won't necessarily be derogatory 
like this one time we had this guy on from California who was like the surfer dude. And he had a big dick, and the women in the front row were very excited about it. Really? Yeah. They uh, were going nuts. They, I think there was a bachelorette party that night. <laughs> oh, okay. And they okay. were very, very uh, drunk. And that actually brings me to a question that I've been having, which is like basically the main reason I was intrigued by this show, is who are these people that uh, always sell out this show? To voyeurs. See comedy? Voyeurs. voyeurs. So it seems it? very voyeuristic to me to come clothed in pay to see people nude. It is. Well, it, it's the closest thing I think. Well, not the closest thing because there are actually burlesque shows, but it's like it's a French style of comedy in a way where where um, you're sort of perform. It, it's 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 like a burlesque show, um, but it's in a stand up format. So yeah, so voyeurs come. Um, some regular like comedy fans come. Some perverts. Uh, you know, yeah, there's going to be some. And uh, but then there are. Also, like the people that uh, that don't know what the show's about, their friends brought them. I've heard about the prank ass. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. I'm very, I think that's hilarious. First of all, I, someone I, just I, thinks it's a stand-up show. Yeah, they're like, oh, naked comedy because they're like they're talking about their feelings and stuff. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting night. Oh, well, naked brunch wasn't actually naked, so the confusion is definitely there. But in both, there are typewriters that are filled with roaches. Typewriters naked. filled with roaches. <laughs> Snake lunch. Oh. Oh, little so. literary reference yeah. over here. <laughs> All right. Uh, will Boy, either you be changing your set from what you do clothed while you do it naked? I, I generally make a, uh, a comment based on, like, my overall appearance, which is not going to be the same fully naked. So I think just like an opener tweak, and then most of it will just be... I've heard from other people that you're not supposed to be entirely focused on, uh, you know, your nudity is part of your material. That might be off base, but it's not. Uh, some, so when you uh, when people focus on that as the aspect, um, it just doesn't get as many laughs um, because, like, if you're fully clothed and you're like, "Oh, my dick's small," which is like a, a common go-to, right. people can giggle at that. But if you say that on stage, no matter how big or small your dick is, people are going to be like, "Oh, it's either not that small or it's way smaller than you're saying." That type of thing. <laughs> right. So you know, uh, so so you have to sort of you know cleanse that out of your thing. I, I tell stories about uh, my, my gay sex life, uh, which is very strange. Uh, Nude? I, yeah, I, I don't, and I'm, I, uh, I don't tell it like to be salacious or anything. Right. I just tell, here's, here's the weird things that have happened to me being gay and sex, sexual in like Arby's bathrooms. And, but, wow. but that is stuff you would normally tell. If <laughs> this you is, I've told clothes. the story, I've told all the stories I tell, clothed, um, they often go over better naked. Really? Which is weird because I, I don't know if many normal, like many sex stories go over well when you're naked, but they, they, there's mine to do generally. So I feel like there is a big difference between this and the burlesque aspect as referenced earlier because there's a sort of a contract that you know that, uh, a burlesque show, those people are sort of doing it professionally. That's their experience. Whereas, uh, at least three people on the lineup will, you know, not be very comfortable naked. Right. Uh, so you get that sort of, uh, like a uh, man under a microscope, like, ooh, let's see this person who's nervous. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because, yeah, there's that sort of giggly aspect. You're like, this is the first time this person's doing this. And I've seen a, a lot of first-timers do this. And they get they get nervous uh, a little bit, but once they're on stage, you know, it's it's interesting because the audience knows you're nervous, you know you're nervous, but for some reason it doesn't matter. Um, so it, it all works out. I mean, it makes, it makes you, the, the audience, the feeling that the audience gives you will make you feel better about 
being naked. It's it's hard to explain, but you feed off of it. Has anyone from the crowd ever gotten nude? Yes, in fact, that's a no. feature, not a not a bug. Uh, <laughs> uh, at one point at night, um, coming in hot with these software jokes. I know, right? <laughs> at one point during the night, Andy usually uh, stops the stops the comics and says, "Okay, anybody want to get up on stage and tell a tell a dirty joke naked?" Uh, or tell a joke naked, and if they don't have a joke, we give them a joke. Okay. Uh, so, and and there's usually volunteers. One night there were 19 volunteers. Oh Jesus! People just wow. really wanted to get up on stage and get naked. So it was really fun. They've never heard of a bathhouse. They can get naked <laughs> uh, anytime they want. Ah, Boston Sports Club, even. I mean, right? Nudity, it's out there. What I keep telling myself is that I have sky dove and not died. So I probably will survive this. Sky, 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 sky dove. dove. I don't know what the first, I don't know what the past tense of skydive. It's a, a linguistic dove, mystery. Right? I would say went skydiving. Went skydiving. Had gone skydiving. <laughs> Me having been skydiving. Moo. Yes. All right, works. we're we're about eight minutes in here. All Twenty right. minutes from showtime. Is there anyone else looking to jump on this new sub out for Casey? New podcast. Yeah, let's uh, let's get Casey in here. Pull up a chair. Get the, well, get let's get Casey in here just first. Take a mic, whatever you Casey, want. This is your first we got Casey time. coming in, local comedian and cannabis connoisseur, Casey <laughs> McNeil. Uh, Casey, uh, what are you looking forward to about your nudity? Um, what am I looking forward to about it? It's some fourth wall shit, man. I'm like, yeah. it's just like, you know, I'm breaking through something. I don't know. What's funny is like, I, I told my I said I I, le- I left it the chance when I had an opportunity. You, you left. I left it the chance. Like they didn't have to beg. I don't know why though, because then I told my wife, and she like didn't really think it was that great of an idea originally. Was she jealous that all these people would see a naked body? I can't imagine why. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've seen me. There's nothing more impressive once the clothes come off. I what you see. I don't even look at my reflection in the mirror. You no. know, like I, I, it sounds like when you hear yourself recorded and you don't believe right. it's you. Right. That's what happens to me when I look at yeah. me. I'm like, what? Wait, that's not me. Mm. Like, I don't look like that. Like, not all the time. Right. 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 <laughs> Just chiseled. Oh, but, I have but, a chiseled, elegant body, but I'm still very nervous. So I told, so I told Zenobia about it. And I said, Zenobia Del Mar, the comic. Yes. And I said, you know, I told my wife, and she said she didn't like the idea, but I told her, you know, if I was going to do a Broadway show and I had to get naked, I have to do that like every day. So, you know, what's the thing? And it's an opportunity, and I, I'm a laugh whore and all right. that stuff, right? And then Zenobia goes, well, I don't know about all that, but you said you was going to get naked. She said she didn't like the idea. You said you was going to do it anyway. So why don't you just <laughs> tell, call it like it is? That's the worst Zenobia Del Mar impression ever. But It was not great to the audience uh, <laughs> listening at home. Uh, did I did you? not believe Zenobia was in the room with yeah. us. I bet I can do a better Zenobia than that. <laughs> I doubt it. All right. Casey, what drove you? What in, You said you leapt at the opportunity to be naked. What 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 appeals to it? Well, it's, I, I, in this past year, I'm, I'm on sort of a, uh, I'm trying to come back to doing the small stage from a long time ago. And so I've been trying to test everything possible in the last year. Everything that scares me and terrifies me, I just want to do it. You know, so that was part of the reason why. I also know it's always a sold out show. So I thought, what the hell? I'll try that. You know, so we'll see what happens. I was on the train smoking weed because I'm winning at life. <laughs> See, I felt threatened when you told me that. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, that's Kevin M. Quigley's Zenobia Del Mar. Not to be confused with Kevin M. Quigley's Zenobia Del Mar. Very different. 
Um, so what else? What else? What are you looking forward to about I don't nudity? Know. You know, I really have no idea. Like I practiced the set naked today. You did? I did okay. actually. Wow. What did your wife think? Um, she was all right. She was. She, she was. She was surprisingly supportive. She was. Yes. Once she, she saw supportive. the picture. Yes, I guess she. She was very supportive once. Uh, once she knew it was, you know, nothing right. else I was going to do. Okay. Um, I told her I was only doing the show in hopes I would I would get laid. She said she'll let us know tomorrow. So. <laughs> That's also why I'm doing it. I just didn't want to say that on the pod, but now that we're confessing, you're uh, expecting. Oh yeah, totally a, a bachelorette party in the front row. Okay. I actually asked to do this in June, and Andy told me no. Work on your material and get back to me in six months. Did he also <laughs> tell you? Did you work on your body or just your material? I mean, I. I did work on my body. I, I don't think that. I think that was incidental, though. No, it was not in preparation for the show. A little bit, like you know, I went to the gym today because I figured, like, I may as well try to get a pump on for this. What about you, you Casey? Did you get a well, pump on, looking extravascular? I was hoping not to go second, so I'd have a few more minutes to get in shape. But what the hell am I going to do right. with this? this like, hey, I don't know. Maybe is, take man. some of that magical medical marijuana, That's give you right. a six pack in a second. Hey, I don't know its benefits. It'd be like Popeye <laughs> with that marijuana. So, Casey, you're a marijuana connoisseur. Cannabis. cannabis. I don't want to be derogatory. I know cannabis people don't like the term marijuana. I know. We prefer weed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I am. Do you feel that there's anything about your cannabis life that enables your comedy life? Do you feel like they yeah. complement each other? Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is probably a place not to be serious, but I was a, I was a pill addict for thirty some oh, years. Oh wow! So I beat a bad addiction. Right, right. And I actually had a fear I was not going to be able to get on stage again if because like I like I'm used to being on pills. Yes, like to get on right. stage and that. And so, first of all, the cannabis helped me recover from the yes. you know the thing. But then also, I figured out if I'm going to go on stage, I got to learn to do this on cannabis. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been practicing getting as high as I possibly can all year before I get on stage. Oh wow! To see if I can do my sets like that. That's yeah. why I probably sound like shit half the time. I don't know, but I'm just like, if I can do this, like wrecked. Yes. It's just a confidence thing. So I'm just trying to get the confidence of doing my sets high. Nice. I don't ever perform high because it gives me immense anxiety and I forget all my jokes. Does nudity give right you stuff. immense anxiety? Um, not if I'm like by myself and like looking in the mirror or like walking around hoping that the neighbors don't have their windows open. Uh, I've never done it in front of 80 or so strangers. So this is a different, uh. So what is your experience with nudity? Have you performed? Have you gone streaking before? Both of you. What, no, what's never. your, what's your experience with nudity? Well, I, well, I have one thing. You okay, go, go ahead. You, okay. Well, this is a story I think I'm, I'm thinking about telling. I, when I was in college, my roommates once locked me in the bathroom. They took away my clothes, my towel, everything. And my only exit was like through this window yeah. into a courtyard, like 150 people right. playing volleyball and stuff, uh -huh. you know. As I'm lowering my naked ass out the window, I spied an empty pizza box in the trash. But I didn't want to, you know, run through the courtyard with just a pizza box to, you know, cover my my mid region, so I just covered my face with it and walked across the courtyard. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That is yeah, very yeah. funny. I, that is very, very funny. That's a good. It worked gag. for me. Domino's didn't have a good year. But. No. <laughs> so, is that your only experience with public nudity? I think it is. I think it yeah. is. I have a, so there's an Atlantic article that went around earlier this year about the the millennial generation and our anxieties revolving around sex. We have less sex than your generation did. We're nude less. People fear 
getting naked in front of other people. Um, in part, they didn't have to get nude during phys ed. Did you have to get nude in phys ed growing Fuck up? No. Well, you had to, to take the sh- to get your clothes off and on and take the shower, and you're required to take a shower a lot of times afterwards, and that's humiliating. It's right. like first period class. You know, it's like eight a.m. You know, and you know j- just what I need to get bullied. So you had to be forced to take a shower, get nude. In high school, no and, one was nude get in gym class when I grew up. I assume it's no. the same for even in Catholic school. No, Kevin M. Quigley. Yes, because it's part of the you know getting humiliated by by all the well endowed guys is part of the growing up experience. <laughs> so you feel? Do you feel comfortable being naked? Are you naked often? I'm comfortable naked. I'm not naked often, but I'm only partially clothed most of the time. Really? Yeah, unless I'm on stage, you know, like I'm at home, like working out my stuff all the time. I don't have, I don't feel like I have to get dressed up to think up a joke. Are we talking? You're just in your underwear, gardening? Kind no, of no, thing, I'm or? no, I'm I'm a gym jams kind of guy. Just gym in a jam. All right. What about you, Kevin? What's your experience with uh, nudity? Uh, so this is kind of a dark period of my life, but I was in a fraternity in college. Okay. And when they were uh, hazing us, uh, there was one point when they made us wear. Uh, very ill-fitting uh, girls' Halloween costumes that basically didn't cover our chests. So it was almost like str- – and they uh, drove us around a pickup truck legal to uh, sit in the back of a pickup truck in Texas and drive around and dropped us off about a half mile in different locations from our house, and we had to sprint back uh, on like a Friday night when everyone was out. Uh, there's a lot of like outdoor bars in Austin, so you're going by a million people. Uh, so that was like basically like streaking with something covering your junk. So <laughs> and you, also you looking like a, a little girl. It was just that's the closest cleavage? I got. Yes, it was like okay, yeah, it was like right. cleavage and uh, a little bit of a cross-dressing <laughs> aspect. So this it. is a a far stretch for you. Yeah, big far stretch. Yeah. Never nude in gym. You know, never nude at the BSC. Sometimes I saunas. Well, I take a I take a shower at the BSC if I go before work, but that's rare because I don't I sleep late. Are we talking nude group shower situation? No, they have individual stalls, okay, but you gotta like right. wait with a towel around you. So you're more of a nudist pro there, Casey. Well, I'm, just, numbers, I'm just old, so I don't care anymore about yeah. stuff like that. You know, I got that sort of Rick Sanchez thing going uh-huh. on where I just like don't give a fuck if I'm naked or not. <laughs> if it offends somebody, sorry, I guess you shouldn't have showed up. Right. When right. I was, you know, cooking my dinner. I, I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I have an uncle who's crazy about nude beaches. Not so much anymore because he's kind of old, but, uh, where would he ago. go to a nude beach? I Revere? think there was one in, uh, Key West, uh, so he, he lives in Florida. I think there was a big one in Key West that he used to always go to. They would hand you a towel when you got onto the beach in case you needed to sit down. And okay. uh, there was, like, cabana restaurants that you'd have to, like, lay your towel down and sit on. Uh, it seemed like a very well-organized nude beach, the way he described it. Do you think you'll get into that after this set? I, I, I don't know. It could be transformative. It could be, like, taking LSD. I, I, who knows? <laughs> All right, we want to get Brother Ethan Marsh yeah, on the Ethan, podcast. I mean, they moved me up, up in the lineup, so I gotta, I'm going second now. All right, so. all right. You, uh, you want to jump on? You want to stay? It's 941. All right. Don, you coming on? Uh, sure. Get in here. All right, all right. All right. Donya Schrammer. Yeah. Uh, Donya Schrammer is here. Yeah. Hi. Say hello to the people. Oh, hi, hi there. Ethan Marsh coming in. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Are, have either of you guys been on the nude show before? No. No. That's not a no nope. from Donya, no from Ethan. No. All right. What drew you to nude comedy? I work here and I was asked want to do the show and uh, here I am. Okay. <laughs> it's the ultimate expression of who I am. Okay, nude comedy is the ultimate expression of who you are. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. 
No, I just I had heard about it too, and I've heard lots of great stuff, and I've seen the show. It's really fun. Nice audiences are awesome, very supportive. So, who wouldn't want to be on that thing? Right. So, what would you, what are you trying to accomplish today in your nude set? It's just feeling good. Feeling good. Well, feel good. Make the audience f- learn how to love again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you so you think your nudity will bring? people together yeah vulnerability i think if people see that they'll feel a lot less bad about, hey this guy showed right. up and he got naked <laughs> so I feel we, less bad about me we're recording on february 7th would you say this is a response to the state of the union address <laughs> this is definitely <laughs> definitely yeah. no, this is your formal response to the state of the union <laughs> exactly. in nudity okay. I, I i'm hoping i don't get a lot of the Nancy Pelosi like limp clap right. from the women. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the condescending. Just like, uh, just maybe like light condescending. Not just like, right. ooh, not like dripping bad condescending. Like, ooh, this ooh. So you're looking to bring people together, find love again. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think we're all deep down inside. Yeah. Have either of you brought any fans or friends to come support you in your nude endeavor? I was working. I didn't think I was going to be. Oh, on they this literally show. asked you today. Like this I was, shift. I was letting people in, and they were like, "Want to do it?" I was, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no planning. Right? No plan. I have my scent on my hand. Oh, and nice. I had to cross out the ones that I was like, "No, I can't do." So here we are. All right, here yeah. we are. So really, a brash decision on your part. Yeah. Was yeah. your decision to partake premeditated, <laughs> Ethan? Did you have oh, yes. time to think it over? Yeah, it was at the uh, comedy studio holiday party. <laughs> And Andy's really great. He plays the elf on the shelf. <laughs> and uh if the role of a lifetime. And I was just like, you know what? Feel a little loosey goosey. I'm down for this. Because I, I think there was another time I had to reschedule, but I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. What do you think your rescheduling was? Did you have it to was do family it? stuff? Oh, I had to go to New Hampshire. Stuff. I couldn't do it. That <laughs> were you naked? Okay. Yeah, were you yeah. Naked? I was on the bus, <laughs> the Concord Trailway. It's very supportive. Uh, I love the Concord Coach. They're very kind people. They give you pretzels. They give Definitely. you water. I, I enjoy the Concord Coach. You can take them all the way to Bangor. Oh yeah, def- oh yeah, live it up. They, yeah, they did have a bit of a crisis this summer. They allowed ICE to check uh, immigration. That status. was a little sketchy. Yeah, up north. Yeah, it <laughs> was. It was. Uh, you can tell some of the bus drivers they're very uh, Howie Carr centric. They're a little Howie. <laughs> Howie is from Bangor. Uh, <laughs> what the question for both of you? How do you think Howie Carr would react to your set? <laughs> You would say that it uh, it was involved with the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> it brought a lot of shame to this country. <laughs> and it started us on a really negative path. You know what I mean? Okay, a really dark right. cloud. Worse than Altamont. We know what your manscaping status is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got the grass horror. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bad boy. Oh. What about you? What do you think Howie Carr would say about your nude performance? Tonight? I don't think I can top that. Okay. So. I- <laughs> Can't be topped, can't be topped. So what else? Anybody got any anxieties? You you made such a quick decision. Was it a no-brainer for you, or do you well, have any doubt? What happened is that um, um, Andy, yeah, uh, the host of the show, he came in, and I was like, hey, you host this show. Yeah, I want to I wanna do this show sometime. Oh, like, very he cool. He was like, oh, cool, cool. And then he comes back out. Ten minutes later, he was like, want to do the show? And I was like, ah, okay. So this is where we are now. Very and nice. I feel like dying, but also accelerated. <laughs> So you are a little nervous. It's, I don't know if you can tell, but from the vibrato in it my voice. It could be, you know, your your persona. I'm I don't just know. a shaky lady all just the time. 
Peggy lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael you don't have to work right now, so that's good. Exactly. It's yeah. great. I was supposed to get off in 20 minutes anyway. Okay. But yeah. We're fine. <laughs> you should try and do like in the middle of it, just have like a broom planted there and be like, sorry, I gotta tidy up some <laughs> That's stuff. That's my job. I change the trash, the trash. I'm just an intern. Like I'm not even right. getting paid. So it's, you know, <laughs> stuff's happening. Well, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Let's go over this for a question. Best and worst case scenarios for your nude set. What is the worst thing that could happen tonight? Just uh, openly laughing at my body. Oh, okay. I think that's just oh. a lot of rude stuff. How, how would you discern laughter at your body versus at your kind of your jokes? <laughs> they're just, when they're saying like, ah, look at that. That's all nubby. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so uh, pointing out nubbishness. Yeah, like, that's what I, that is my worst case scenario. Right, right. I, I had one of those panic dreams. You wake up, wait, those dreams you just wake up. Oh, and it was them laughing at my the nubbiness the of nubbiness my body. The nubbiness of your body. Yeah. All right. What would your worst case scenario be? Well, I have a bleeding butt, so hopefully it just doesn't start bleeding on stage. A hemorrhoid? Uh, no, anal fissures. Anal fissures. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like to change my answer. <laughs> Very cool. We got some anal fissures and nubs. <laughs> That's our comedy duo. <laughs> anal fissures and nubs in the morning. All right. So what, let's talk about best case. What's the best way your set could go tonight? I don't bleed out of my asshole. No active fissuring. That's yeah. what we've got yeah. from you. I think that's the one. I want to be in that department, too. <laughs> and I also say people, maybe some people, they brought roses. And they just decide to throw them at me like a opera singer after I leave the stage. You're not concerned about getting nicked with a thorn. <laughs> I would do it for my art. What's her name? Burrito Abramowitz or whatever. I yes. that. Yeah, yeah. She just let people, she was just like, I'm just going to sit here and you can do whatever. Right, you want Shia LaBeouf style. Exactly. All right, we've, <laughs> we've got just uh, a little bit. Big D, Demetrius Hallam in the house. Yeah. Woo. Big D, you want to jump on? What's up? Uh, hop What's on, that? hop on. Whichever you want to take. Okay. All right, Big D's here. We yeah. still have Danya here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back have, at it like crack addicts. Man. Have you have you done this show before? This Big is D? like my fourth or fifth time. Wow. Doing the show. Um, I did it three times. Yeah, I did it like three or four times last year, and then um, this is my first time this year. Okay. So um, I'm looking forward to it though. The crowd is very receptive. Um, everybody just gazes at you with a warm just look in their eyes um a lot of people look disgusted do they really uh, yeah definitely definitely um you know because the thing is is like they're expecting a strong african-american male but um i'm not african i'm just a negro so it's like you know you just got to get that accepted it's black history month <laughs> you know we're gonna close the show off right it is february it's black history month <laughs> definitely um would you say that it's a good Black History Month celebration too. Oh yeah, for me, yeah, for me definitely. You know, it's a good celebration for me because at the end of the day, I'm in front of a sold out crowd, being able to show off my black meat to nothing but a young white audience. It's perfect. All right. You know, so I can, um, I can fail at living up to those stereotypes that have uh -huh. been, that have uh, fallen upon me and my fellow 
Negroitians. Okay. Negroitians. I don't know. So you've done this four times. You're an old pro. How yeah. do you how do you prepare? How do you get psyched up for the nudity? Um, it involves a lot of Narragansetts or not a lot of PBRs. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, we are in the land of uh, legal marijuana, so you know I do partake before I go on stage just to relax my nerves. But honestly, I don't. I really don't give a shit. Like you know, it's like somebody's gonna judge me anyway. Like you know, he's fat with titties or whatever. Uh-huh. Like his, his jokes aren't that, whatever. But. I end up having a good time. Right, so does the right. audience. You know, so that's it what it's out. all about. Right. Uh, so to both of you, what are your experiences with public nudity outside of the show? Do we have a, a wide breadth of experience with nudity? I've never been nude in public. Never nude? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, wow, all wow. Right. This yeah. is, no streaking, nothing? No. Literally, like, don't even wear bikinis. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. This, this is big for you. Very big. This yeah. is dope. You know yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I used to be 400 pounds, you know what I'm saying? I'm 300 right now, about to be on the cusp of the twos. Uh, Good so for I, you. I can't wait for these people to see all this extra new skin I got. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Uh, I like to make uh, balloon animals out of my penis while I'm on stage. No way, really? No, definitely. You got to flip your nuts over your penis, and then that's how you make a snail. Okay. You know, if you take uh, one ball, and then you wrap your penis in the middle, and then put the other ball on top, you have a hamburger. Um, Wouldn't that be a hot dog? No, the hot dog is from the side. You got to oh. take your balls from the side, and then you just lay it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how My you mistake, make the hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, it's the hot dog or the slug. Whichever way you look at it, <laughs> it just depends. So uh, you do a lot of penile art on stage. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if I'm warmed up to it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. nine times out of ten, uh, it's pretty cold. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to approach the situation with a, uh, with a clear mindset. And then, you know, I just let my jokes speak for themselves, you know? Right. Like, Cause that's, you know, I, I give a second for the audience to actually just look and, you know, shock and awe because that's usually like that's usually what happens. What, what do you think shocks people? <laughs> um, the fact that there's a big black guy out there with uh, a fitted. Usually I do the show with a fitted cap and I wear uh, foam posits. Um, what are those? I don't know. What foam uh, they're Nike foam posits. They're okay. like a hard shell type shoe or whatever and I wear those because they're they they're memory foam they stick to your feet so I feel comfortable like I'm not naked right um but the, today um I'm just wearing uh in honor of Black History Month just a classic do rag yeah. classic do rag with uh a nice uh toboggan uh <laughs> I think that's the things you slide down the hills yep. with but we also call them Toboggans in the hood. Um, That's what you call a beanie. My yeah, my beanie, my beanie, whatever you. You, you know. call it a toboggan? I don't know why. I've, I've never heard that. That's really yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's very ignorant. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I interesting. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say no. That's a real ignorant. No, I, I, didn't, I enjoy that. You know, I, I just got that to my. Repertoire. I just got my GED last year. You know, don't, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations yeah. on that. That's a farce. That's a satire. I, satire. I, I, <laughs> uh, Big D did not get his GED last year. No, no. Still no GED. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, man! The only thing I'm worried about really is like, you know, as a black man, you know, you know, representing my my people is uh, getting up on stage and I'm ashy. Yeah, yeah that's did you be moisturize before? No, nah, I didn't moisturize before this, and I got some cocoa butter in the car, but I don't want to just walk out on stage and you be know, glistening. Yeah, well, not not only glistening because I don't want to look like a, a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I want to at least go out. And if I'm ashy, just embrace it. Right, right. You know, 
I'm, I should be good. Yeah, <laughs> I should be good. Is there a particular part of your body that you think may be prone to ash? Oh, it's called uh yeah, it's um it's uh kneecaps. Kneecap, yeah. Kneecap. No, well, kneecaps and because I'm fat, my ankles. You know what I'm okay. saying? My ankles be real ashy. Um, but I got on shoes to combat that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, the Naked Show is one of those one of those shows where the shock value dissipates very quickly yeah. as soon as you get a laugh. Right, right. So don't worry about people staring at you. Worry more so about just getting the laugh. You know, so it it all work out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't be, don't be nervous. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I just had like very little time to prepare for this. No, that's you probably know? better, honestly. Yeah. The, less, the less time you have to prepare, the less time you have to think about it. It will be very fun. People feeling good. It sounds okay. like fun. Like I have jokes where I'm very animated, you know, and uh, with that uh, being very animated, I got to realize that certain body parts aren't going to be the only things to jiggle. Did not right. think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you hop around a little bit, like I got to expect, like if I jump and I'm trying to make a joke about my man breast, that my stomach is going to move too. So right. I'm, I have to include both into the bit, you know. So you're I mean? going to have more jiggling. Tonight, to yeah, probably. I probably have some jiggle to me tonight, um, which is which can be a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of the crowds embrace the jiggle, right? And some kind of shy away, and they're like, you know, that's too much right now, right? You right. can't really, you can't really be conservative when you're in the nude. When you're in the nude, you're you know? giving. You're a liberal in the nude. Yeah, it's like, come on, like you know, we all share. So this is a comedy show. You're telling jokes and being nude. Do you think there's something about comedy that lends itself to nudity rather than like, do you think this would work if it was a nude poetry slam? Actually, that I would, I would be very interested in that. You would? I would. I, because the animation and all the craziness that goes on and it's like, when a guy says she clack clack and these right. balls are jiggling, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. laugh. You know, it's right, going to turn right. comical for me. I don't think you can apply this to many things though. It has to go hand in hand with comedy. Like I can't kill, I can't sell crack butt ass naked. You have know? you tried? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I was actually on wet at the time. Uh, What's did, wet? Wet. I didn't know what it was. Um, that is, uh, that is, it was something that happened in DC. Um, I just hit some wet and, uh, tried to sell some crack with one of my cousins and, uh, it didn't work out so well. And you were nude? No, it was an attempted nudity. I, okay. I tried and then, a lot of black people stopped me. So oh, they did? Yeah, they definitely did. It was like, you know, they just stuck me in a car after that or whatever, gave me a gallon of milk. Um, so wh- <laughs> uh, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get sober, um, but I definitely did get diarrhea. So wet so. appears to just be some kind of drug. Is oh, it, no, it's definitely, it's, it's is it a, synthetic? I've never heard of it. Oh, no, it's an embalming fluid. You know, you put Are it you on mint leaves. Me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, oh my God. Yeah, this is what happens out in the streets. And right? so you just <laughs> went wild? No, nah, I just, I, I felt stuck. Um, I was actually stuck in the car for probably four hours. Jesus. Uh, just in the car. I couldn't move. I felt paralyzed. Um, yeah, this is a lot for the Naked Comedy <laughs> Show uh, podcast. Oh, wow. I swear. Yeah. Have you gone up yet, Kevin M. Quigley? Where, no, what? Andy is still up. Andy is still up. All right. Andy's still up. He's still doing his thing. Is he doing his headstands? So the part of the show that I love the most about uh, the Naked Comedy Show is the um is the uh the the hot hot blooded yoga that Andy does during the set. He does some yoga to get the yeah, blood. Yeah, you've flowing. never seen Andy at the Naked Comedy Show. He opens with nice yoga. His yoga is impeccable. I'm going to be honest with you. 
He can do a whole handstand on his head. Real flexible. Yep, like with a scissor kick, with his with his feet in the shape, with his legs in the shape of an L. Wow. Yes. Uh, he also does the, the eagle stance. Spread eagle. Spread, yeah, on his head. Uh, incredible. Like his his core is extra tight. I don't, I've never <laughs> seen. Him. Okay. It's nuts. Engages his abs. Really? Oh yeah, you yeah. can see it. Like he's old, but he's you, know, you can see his abs. Just yeah, he's, yeah, he's ripped. I'm, yeah, check him, yeah, check uh, him out. Does anyone d- intend to either of you intend to do any yoga in the buff? Well, I can't even bend over, so I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, I sadly can't bend over either, but I don't have an excuse. Oh, right. so. <laughs> Your boyfriend must be pissed. <laughs> that's why I don't have one. Yeah. So oh, you there go. we go. That works out. I am that not works. capable of touching my toes. Oh, so man. yeah, me neither. I think. <laughs> All right. My exes have always tried. <laughs> Preferred terms of nudity for you guys. How do you like to refer to being naked? Um, butt ass naked. Butt ass naked is naked. Yeah. yeah, not naked, but naked. Nothing but a toboggan on. Naked. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah. I like slimy. So you like slimy? Getting just, slimy? Just getting slimy, baby. Oh, All right. Oh, that sounds real, dirty. Real hot and heavy. Yeah. A bunch of slugs on your body. You just want to get slimy. Exactly. I actually, I do have pores on my back that produce slime. Really? So, yeah, okay, we're gonna go. have some slime. I, I am on the a, stage. a slug hybrid. I slug have hybrid. never heard of no white people shit like this before <laughs> in my life. I'm I, a failed experiment. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Shit, I'm a failed experiment. I was born out of a test tube. Is that on me? <laughs> Were you? I don't know. It's <laughs> born of Brigham and Women's. Who knows? You never know. They have a blood shortage right now. So if you're listening to the podcast, get down, donate some blood at Brigham and Women's. Yes, please. please Just make that. sure it's not contaminated because we don't need that shit. Uh, make sure you bring fresh, healthy blood yep, bring to the people of blood. Boston. No Dracula. <laughs> that stale blood. Yeah. All right. Been in your stuff. fridge for a while. Yeah. Don't like that. No. All right. So, Donnie, you just got called in. Yes. You know, Big D, you've been prepping for this. Is there anything you did to prepare? Any, uh, well, physically? Um, any trimming? Oh, physically? Oh, so, um, yeah. Uh, so I haven't had, um, uh, it's been a, a, a lack of, um, uh, a lack of Al Green being played in my room. <laughs> okay. Um. So you know, I I haven't shaved or anything like that. Last time I did the show, I shaved and I put a landing strip in my uh, uh, genitals. Mr. And, T style. Mr. <laughs> T style. Uh, just to match one of my jokes. Um. But the sad thing was is that my fupa covered it. Really? How far down does your fupa go? Uh, it goes probably right to the base of my dick. Really? It's not cool. It's just covered up all of that. So you couldn't really see the design anyway, like not unless you lifted my stomach up. And you would have to do that with like a karate block. You know, I don't know if you know, like, but if you block in karate. You go up. Yeah, you got to go up. So you got to take your forearm, go up, right. and then lift the stomach Revealing up. the fupa. Yeah, is- in order to do that. Because if you do it that way, then my cock's going to end up in your face. Just... Boom. All right. <laughs> That's like, okay. All righty. We've got uh, Matt Kona coming in to join us. You want to jump on, Matt? Hi. Sure. Hello, Matt. All right. Hi. We got Donya. Donya's doing the show for the first time. I got cool. for 20 minutes ago. They were like, you're doing it. I was like, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I work here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm terrified. 
Well, you don't be terrified. <laughs> Usually at Improv Boston, if you're working, they won't let you get on stage. Yeah, but I'm going to take my shirt off, so it doesn't matter. You know, you yeah. make a good point. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm not representing them anymore. Cool. Well, I don't want to ask any questions that you may have already been asked. So, Zach, I don't want to uh, muddy the podcast waters here, but... Can you give me a broad strokes breakdown? I'll of what give I you missed? a broad strokes breakdown of what you missed. We've brought in a few series of people, some new timers, some uh, old timers. Yeah. We've gone over what people are looking forward to, what they've done to prepare, what they think the worst case scenario is for tonight. What the sounds of the penis hitting your oh, face would make a boom. We have, what I heard from we, Big D. Yeah. We asked, yeah, that was kind of a subtext. That was not okay. an explicit question. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to our next question. What sounds, if you were to do. Because this is not a video podcast, so for the folks at home, no. they won't be able to see you nude. Uh, could you kind of give a little maybe radio play of what you think it will sound like if your body were mic'd up Super Bowl style? <laughs> um, wow, where would I put the mic? Maybe the neck? <laughs> sure, yeah, okay, get the neck. A little loose right right side of the neck? I don't know. I'm right-handed, so yeah, that's what I would right, gravitate right. to. Um, if I had to make a sound effect for my body, Body while performing naked. Uh, it would probably be. Uh... <laughs> okay, <laughs> a, a Muppet like body. Does yeah. that indicate uh, someone is inside you controlling you as a puppet? <laughs> no, it just means that my. My body is 100% felt. Okay. Right. I am used goods. No. A felty body. All yeah. right. Um, I, I hope to make as little noise with my body on stage as possible. Tonight. Right, right. So but, you, you know, are very slender for the listeners, so no fupa no, with you. No, but I have gained a little winter weight, okay. you know, a, a, a little bit of, well, why not just eat pizza for the second week straight um, type of situation. But uh, I never felt like body conscious. Okay, or, yeah, or, you're feeling or, good. Uh, no, no, but, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, listen. Let's not overstate listen. this. Okay, uh, I have not gone to uh, a gym since the year 2000 before this past month. I've gone four times. You went 18 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, 18 just years clean. Yeah. 18 years clean and sober from exercise. Nice. Very nice. And no. you're back on the wagon now. Yeah. I'm in terrible shape. But that's not a – it's – you've never seen the Naked show. No, I haven't. Yeah. The closest I've come is speaking to the performers before <laughs> they get nude. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping maybe some people will come out post-nudity, get yeah. the reflection. Uh, okay. Well, this is sometimes a topic that gets brought up. I will make some noises, maybe my the shuffling of my feet, because I won't wear socks. No socks, no some shoes. Some people wear socks and shoes. Some people just wear socks. I've never seen anyone just wear shoes. I'm, go I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the the socks and shoes route. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm wearing like calf high socks. Very right nice, now. very nice. So and uh, the the hat stays on. No yeah. one gets to see my scalp. <laughs> so that's too sacred. Okay, my badge. Okay, right. But the scalp, but scalp covered you know, up. Yeah, of yeah. course. I have to stay modest. Right, right, of right. Course. <laughs> Well, you have cool sneakers, so... Thank you. They're Alice in Wonderland vans, so they're Alice in Wonder vans. <laughs> there you go. I'm a comedian. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're good for following rabbits with. Yeah, perfect. Uh, but parties. <laughs> I think if my if like my sound would probably be plop, 
Because you've just been dropped into the middle of the show. I I suppose so, but I also think plop kind of just embodies my spirit. Plop. Yeah, just I'm a real plop of a person, really. You're a plop comic. Yeah, I'm a plop comic. You know. Okay, so we've got a plop in a manamana. <laughs> and I guess boom, uh, that's what Big D said. For yeah, this. Big D, he, he, he did have a that boom. That wasn't his, that was just the one thing. Yeah, so what, Fupo area was, was brought up? His Fupo was brought up, yeah. Okay. Uh, race has been brought up a lot. Big D was talking about what it's like to be nude black. He did mention being black often. Do you feel, what, how do you feel about being nude as a white man? Oh, I thought you were just going to say, how do you feel about race? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, it's a subject that I've been meaning to tell Big D he should talk about on stage. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, as a as a white man, all right, well, it's less a, a thing in the wintertime, but in the summertime, I get farmer tan. Okay. Which is not right. a good naked look. look. Yeah. I mean, are, are already 18 years, no exercise. It's not a great Do you look. try to nude sunbathe in the summertime if you know <laughs> the show is coming up to even it out? Uh, yeah. What I do is I, I take um, arm's length gloves, put those on, <laughs> and I just cover the spots that have already got the sun. Okay. okay. Uh, and let's just say Revere Beach does not appreciate that, especially on Sandcastle Building Competition <laughs> right. Day. Right. America's oldest public beach, number one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go socks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Um, I I don't. Th- and oh, you know what? Improv Boston. Uh, I used to videotape like every single set I did, including the naked show set. Really? And um, I really don't do that anymore because it's a pain in the ass, and I wouldn't watch all of the videos anyway. Yeah. So I was just like digitally hoarding, but. Um, the lights are so strong. If you're a pale Irish origin American like me, yes. it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's very striking. Tough to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like the stage is empty. I'm just, I'm just a voiceover. <laughs> right, right. Wow. So a lot of people who've been on it multiple times have not expressed any nerves. Do you wish you could do the naked show more often than you're able to? Um, well, I think that with the podcast, it uh, I, I'm here every month anyway. Right. So I'm, I usually will perform. There's, there's times where if, if it's a little bit uh, overbooked or there's a lot of people on, then I'll step back and give, make sure that everyone gets there plenty of time and the shows are run long or it's not a big of a mess. But, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I maybe. I wasn't that nervous the first time I did it, maybe like a little bit before I went on, but I I made a a choice and I think that a lot of people do this when they start doing comedy if if you drink alcohol to maybe drink a little bit more of it before you go up. I don't recommend it and it didn't help or hurt me, but I felt like I was like I'm just going to uh give myself Courage that I don't uh, think that I need. But, right, uh, right. A little insurance, yeah. liquid courage. Yeah. And Who, uh, I don't know if it helps. I've got a question now for both newcomers and oldcomers alike. Uh, right. There's two people who come to the show tonight who know you personally. Who is the person you would most want that one of those two people to be? And who is the person you would least want one of those two people to be? 
Do you uh, want to start? Does that make I'm, any sense? I'm like monopolizing. All right, so there's two people. Scenario. This is you're yes. making the scenario. This up. is a false you don't scenario. Have any inside right, information right. on the ticket sales. I've seen the ticket sales. I know who knows whom. He did the I actually have checks. seen the ticket sales. <laughs> yeah. I was checking people. Right. This is weird. Yeah. I just really want to say this is weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, who? I'm sorry. No, 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 no you <laughs> go, you go. There's two people. One of whom you really don't want to be here tonight, and one of whom you do. Wh- who would it be? Um, I gotta say, I wouldn't want my um, writing for communications professor to be here. Okay, all right, that's very specific. Yeah, he don't like me. No, he doesn't. And I what? feel like I feel like he'd be like fat, and I'd be like, yeah, sorry. Why does he like level. you? Um, I think I'm obnoxious, so that is probably I'm like that person in class where like he'll be like blah blah blah, and I'm like. Blah, blah, blah. You know that person that's like, that I'm the annoyed. to it or no, I, questions I, the... I, I like question him a lot because yeah. he says dumb things. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm like the jerk in class. Uh-huh. I suck. I'm not a good person. So. so you wouldn't want, you don't think that would improve his opinion of you? No, I don't think, see, I have weird titties. This is going to be a okay. weird night. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this is just, I wouldn't want him seeing the, the weird tits. Yeah. But um, the person I would probably want most here... Doesn't have to be a per- can it be my dog? It can be anyone, living, dead, human, non human. I'd want my dead dog here. Dead dog. Yeah, there you go. Do you think your dead dog would be proud? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's my grandmother. She still is my grandmother. Okay, very des- cool. Despite being dead. So there you want to make that lady proud. Aww. But yeah. Cool those are those are my dog. beings. Very, <laughs> very cool. What about you, Matt? Um I would to well, the person that I would want to see me the most is uh, the guy that's going around at all those just for laugh showcases <laughs> and uh, sort of like foreign boss. Now maybe he's got to come in a little early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see a little naked man on stage. <laughs> no. Um, uh, all right. Now th- that answer was in my head before you open it up to. Uh, Dogs and, <laughs> and living, yeah, and sure. dead uh, celebrities and whatnot. So, uh, and if I'm bringing someone back from the dead, is it just so they can see my set? They're just gonna go back to to, <laughs> yeah. to afterlife um, when my set is completed. They can live for one more year for every minute you perform. Ooh. Jeez. Oh, wow. That's good because this is like a light lineup tonight. And uh, the most time that I've done doing a spot on the show, side note, and I will get to the question, but is a half an hour. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Because the, the lineup was riddled with cancellations. So was there a weather event? Not really. Just it, cowardice. It was just kind of a yeah. It was a summertime. People maybe they barbecues run late. You don't get back <laughs> yeah. to the city. And like I already told you earlier, the the whole uh, farmer stand thing. You know, people they want right. to avoid it. They want to be uneven on, on there. So uh, yeah, I I didn't know I was doing it until I was already on stage because oh at Improv Boston you get the light. I mean uh, the clock inside the booth. So Andy always says, "Hey, go to this time." Like, okay, and so he's like, "Go to 11. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Get out there in the clocks like ten thirty. Oh one. my god! Oh, <laughs> gotta terrifying. gotta go slow. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I I didn't think that I would run out of jokes or anything, but it's I'm not usually naked for that long. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's that's longer than most showers. Yeah, probably than all showers. Yeah, it's longer than a bath. It's I longer couldn't... than most baths. Yeah. Do you sleep naked? 
Uh, not all the time. In the summertime, I So do. you have some experience with I being do. naked for hours. Yeah, and I yeah. do talk in my sleep from time to time, too. Sure. So <laughs> See, maybe you run a 45-minute thing. <laughs> I could. Um, what's hold, Andy's holding me back. Right. right. Yeah. He should let you really go off. Oh, man. Yeah. But if I'm talking... Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's a celebrity that, that I would want to see me do this at. Um, if you're familiar with this, there's a movie called Windy City Heat. It's okay. Free, it's free on YouTube. And, uh, it's, it, I say stars. I'm not using air quotes, but I'm using the inflection of air quotes. The star of the movie is, uh, a, a, a guy named Perry Caravello, who is a, up until this point, is mostly known for being an unpleasant open mic comedian in California. <laughs> Uh, an unpleasant extra in a number of Hollywood films and, uh, an unpleasant cable access, uh, co-host. And an unpleasant plaintiff in a lawsuit after a, uh, <laughs> falsified car accident. Several lawsuits. Yeah. Okay. So there's this, there's this whole world that I'm opening up. And, yeah. and, uh, if you want more information on it, look up it's the cinematic universe. Talk to me in person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it goes so deep. Well, it, it transitioned into a podcast universe. So oh, I'm hoping the opposite will happen with this yeah. because yeah, this will be franchised into a film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, NC 17 and it'll be a weekly film. But, <laughs> Uh, so this, is this guy, a weekly show? yeah, well, no, no, this is just monthly. Okay, naked right. show first Thursday of every month. But this guy is um, the whole movie that's about him. Windy City Heat is like a reverse Truman Show. So this guy thinks he's starring in a movie when, in fact, it's just a collection of scenes that are designed to fuck with him to make him like angry because I, he loses his shit you should you, you would really great. enjoy it it's uh it's incredibly brilliant and then and then after the movie uh he like sued the producers of the movie but he still believes that it's all right bsb break <laughs> broad stroke broad strokes breakdown of the, the movie this is um <laughs> he uh <laughs> His character is a sports private detective that, that, that is on a mission to find William Refrigerator Perry's refrigerator. And, uh, and, it, and then they tell him during the movie that production has screwed up. They lost the money. They can't finish the film. And, uh, but they're going to premiere it anyway at the Van Nuys Unfinished Film Festival. And they show it there, but they say it can never be showed again. And they go to the premiere, but one of the things that they do to fuck with them is they get there an hour and a half late. So they only see the last four minutes of the movie that he's a star of. And then like the, but they get there and the crowd is clapping and then they give him an award in the form of a giant trophy from the president of show business. And uh, I actually did the air quotes on that one. And, uh, and so, then they told him afterwards that even though that movie was never finished, they have all the behind-the-scenes footage. They're going to make a documentary and just put that out. So he still thinks he starred in a movie, and people have told him numerous times that it's it's just an elaborate hoax, right. and uh, he doesn't believe it because his ego is too big. <laughs> and uh, And then they did a podcast together years after the movie came out on a weekly basis. That uh, I became a big fan of called the Big Three Podcast. Shout out to the the co-podcasters. Yeah. In the world. Yes. 
podcast love. So I would love Perry F. Carvello to be in the audience. He's the one that I would want to be there the most. Um, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but Perry F. Caravel is famously homophobic. How do you think he would react to your new body? <laughs> That's why I want him there, because okay. I don't think he'd like it. It would challenge him. Yeah, yeah. But he is, uh, he's not a stranger to being nude, too. He once put his penis in a mousetrap in a radio station for a gag. Okay, nice. that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Well, he was promised money. It was never given to him. <laughs> but uh <laughs> it's also very gullible. I could talk way more about the Is it okay if I go get water? Yes. I think I'm flipping out. Please. No, thank no, you so much for go having get me. Water. Yeah. I I really appreciate yes. this. Yes. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Do you want to plug anything? Get um, social media? Yeah, I What I, time I, is your writing for communications class <laughs> so we could go uh confront your teacher? I actually I host the Flat Waffle Comedy Hour at Boston University every other Monday at 9 p.m. Check it out, so, everybody. There you go. That's oh, my cool. that's my little plug. Uh, it's if you want to hang out with some college teens, baby, mm, <laughs> sexy. But thanks for having. Where is me. it? Is it open to the public? Yeah, or is it, it is. Just yeah, BU? and it's it's at it's at BU in in our student union, oh, okay. and it's real nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ship my pants. So head uh, over there, everybody, um, for BU students being fully clothed doing comedy. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> thank hey, you, Donya. Uh, if you go back there and you want to like ask anyone else if they want to come back. Oh yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I went a little off mic for the. But you know we, we got more we guests. But we have up. plenty of things to talk oh, about. Oh, we can we can wax poetic. All, we can wax all night. How we, long? Well, is, I wonder how many people on the show wax. Am I right? <laughs> We're at 56 minutes on the podcast. How long does the pod usually go? About an hour and a half, two hours? Yeah, so we... Unedited? Yeah. Okay, wow. So we do, um, we do it for the whole time, usually until like around 11.15 they want to kick us out. So we put out big episodes. It's a monthly podcast. Right, right. I'm not trying to, uh, toot my own horn because I didn't, I left it in the car. But uh I don't know of any monthly podcast. It's rare. It's yeah. difficult to keep up the commitment with a month in between. Yeah. Easy to fall off the wagon. Oh yeah. Uh, re- re- listener retention is uh Do you <laughs> know how mystery. many people are listening to this right now? Um off the top of my head uh, just the two of us. Okay. It's right cool. now. You said right now. Well, when the know, listener is here right now, it'll be a month in the future, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just, I, I think, I think we, we, we get a, a decent amount of, of listeners. People have told me that they liked it, have made requests for, uh, some best of shows. Okay. So very cool. That's something that I'm, uh, Gonna have to go back and re-listen to a it bunch of stuff. It might just be this episode, best of, greatest we, hit. I think this is a, it, it's, it comes fully formed. The best of. I thought about, if I was in a band and our uh, first album, We've got, I would we call have, it the best of. Uh, yeah. Or at, I've heard this one too, self-titled, and then you name your first album self-titled by self-titled. Oh, you mean you name the band self-titled? Self-titled, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about just, Whatever the band name is, and the album will be called The Best Of. We've got yeah, a man at the door. I don't yeah. know. Is it? Oh, he's it's vaping. open. He's in. He's, he's, he's getting in. a little vaping. Maybe some <laughs> cannabis, some CBD oil. Oh, no. This is the full juice, man. Full juice. Oh, 
Full oh, yeah. juice. All right, Some we got juice. Casey McNeil. He's back in the room. He's got a pep in his step. Casey, have you been nude? Casey, wait till you get on that mic. Get on the it's mic. It's official. I've been nude. Casey has been nude. He was in the buff. He took it out. Was it great? Would your wife be happy? <laughs> Did you? No, he didn't take it out because it was it, out. It was all out. He took right, the yeah. pants down out. too, right? That, it was Did, out. When you get undressed, do you just take your dick out first? <laughs> Let it survey the area. That is Amish nudity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He just, just that's why they met the hole in the pants. Yes, right. So you were nude. How did it feel? It felt fantastic for me. I felt way more comfortable than I thought I was going to feel, actually. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I just do whatever. I'm old, and I don't give a shit. So I felt great. I don't know how they felt about it. But one thing that's interesting is how they talk. Uh, somebody has said, oh, you can't see anybody out there. I'm like, the fuck I can't? I can see yeah, everybody. Right. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when they add, like, the two rows of seats in the front. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know if they it's did that, that tonight. tonight. I don't know. It's sold out in advance. Have so they ever like put they seats that. on the stage? Kind of from behind <laughs> the view. Um, not for this show, but I went to... Uh, I was doing another show in the studio one time, and every Friday and Saturday they have a free late show here. It's like a half an hour long. Nightcap, come see it at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, nightcap. And one time there there weren't that many people there, so Rob Crean, uh, local favorite, was hosting, and he just had the audience um, – Sit on the stage. Like they brought seats. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. yeah it's but awesome. it's a big stage at Improv yeah. Boston. Improv troops are usually multiple multiple people. Right. <laughs> Seldom find a one man improv troupe. No, not like the one man band you see stationed in the uh, between the Boston Common and the Public Garden. But uh yeah. So where was I going with that? One man. Oh yeah. So he just brought the crowd on stage. Very nice. Yeah, Very nice. Kind of cool. Uh, yeah, this show is is probably the most packed I've ever seen. Like the main room of Improv Boston for for the Naked Show, not right. this week specifically or anything. It's packed in there. Is it ass to ankles in there? Yeah, they want to laugh. They're looking for deal kill in there. Are any people naked in the audience? No, they're going to do some though. I think oh yeah, going to do some pretty soon. So no one sits in the I've audience heard up naked. To Nineteen is people have a, gone up before to want to do want to do naked jokes. Yeah, is it an option to sit nude? Not it. No, it's not an option to sit nude in Improv Boston. They don't do it anymore. But they had a naked show at the Creek in the Cave in New York City, Long Island City, and you could be a naked audience member there, which I would be. Like, I don't know. Like, I, if I'm going to see Naked Comedy, that's one thing. But if I have, like, a stranger sitting next to me that's naked, I don't know. I don't know if, <laughs> I, be weird. I, I don't why, know if I'd like that. Do you know why they stopped the Creek in the Cave nude show? Uh, it's, it was a choice of the host. I think a few too many people were, like, sending her messages that were creepy or something. There was too much uh, leering. That show happened, like... Every three months. Okay, anyway. so a quarterly nude show. Yeah, <laughs> they have a quarterly... they had a yearly podcast. Okay, that right, accompanied right. it. No. So Casey, how do you feel different? You you have a totally different gait okay. now. You you stand taller. You know? Yes, 
Cause I said, like I said earlier, it's like fourth wall shit, man, for me. I jumped at the chance to do, I'm like, please let me, you know, go on and do that stuff. And, and all the things that I found that I thought might be interesting were like nothing and all the things that I wasn't thinking about became interesting. Like, for like your the, set? Yeah, for my yeah, set yeah. too. Like, for example, jokes that I thought would work better naked didn't work as well naked. Okay. <laughs> you could, know you, could you give an example for the listeners who maybe aren't familiar uh, with your act? God, I don't, I don't know. I, I measure every laugh I get according to the best laugh it, the joke ever got. So whenever it's l- less than that, I always think, oh, I fucked that up somehow, right. you know? Right, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't, I can't really think of which ones didn't come off as well. Oh, I know one thing was the, uh, was when I was talking about you guys on the, you young people and your sex stuff, like I went out on the porn hub, which they found hysterical for whatever reason. I because guess he said Because the... I'm an old man. Yeah, yeah. So I went out on the porn hub. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to play it up, but I didn't think that would get as big a laugh as it did. And then I do this joke about, you know, how it's all, how it's all, the violence, how it's all spanking and hitting and, and stuff like that. I say, you guys have got this, you fucked all this stuff up. And the young kids say, well, you know, you gotta add some stuff to your game. You wanna be a player, old man. And then I say, well, how did I miss that mixing sex and violence to make me the ultimate romantic? And that joke usually gets a pretty decent laugh. Nothing. No, when you're fully nude, they don't want to hear about <laughs> you being a violent nude man. Yeah, I violence. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I get maybe it's the word violence. Even who knows? The other thing I thought was interesting was my when I'm barefooted mm-hmm. in not my own home. Yeah, I will walk like toe to heel, oh, like yeah. they did in the in the Renaissance time. Protect those bridges. Yeah, I heard that they used to walk heel to toe because it's all the shit around all over the place, sort of like. Central Square yeah. in July. Dirty. <laughs> you know, you Dirty got to walk, you know, toe to heel. But that was kind of odd. Um, so, but do you walk around on stage a lot? I do walk. Yeah, I do. do I didn't move around maybe as much yeah. tonight because I do affectations. Because the thing with me is like my stuff is not that clever. Like I'm funny. I'm not clever. Uh-huh. And so I, I I robust up my stuff with affectation and mm-hmm. and, you know, acting out the whatever the. The thought is, or something like that, to, yeah. to make so things sexual funnier. violence, and you act. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah okay. no, no, but just generally speaking, I just that joke, that joke didn't play at mm-hmm. all. But some of the other stuff, you know, I did a thing I do about dick pics and what I would have to go through uh-huh. when I was that age to send that out. They get they're amused by that because mm-hmm. you know they get a lesson from the old man, right? And what what it was like trying to. Do you feel like tonight was a dick pic worthy night for your <laughs> penis? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. No, I was, I was pleased to say, like, these guys were talking about arousal beforehand. I thought, I thought, God, that's gotta be the, the, the least possible thing that would happen right. to me. And I was glad to find out that was correct because it was just, just a button. Like, yeah. there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No arousal. <laughs> Wait, you were nervous that you might become aroused? No, they just uh, talked about oh, it before oh. you got Oh, here. yeah. Guys, yeah. That does Kevin get... quickly was saying, Oh, it happens. Comics get up there and get an erection. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I would be very, very surprised if someone could look out at a group of people and become erect apropos nothing. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I haven't done the research, but I, I can't think of that many times where I've specific memory of getting an erection while standing up for seven minutes. Yeah, like, right, right, right. Standing around, <laughs> like not surrounded by any, you right, know, like people right. are keep their distance from me and then it'll just yeah it's like even if i was standing if i was standing out in the middle of a field 
Yeah. I could not get erect just because what it's about just nice, so vast or so, you know what I mean? It's even with a nice gust of wind, do you don't think that would I doubt it. lift the sails? I doubt it. Unless, unless some, some pussy willows yeah. start blowing <laughs> yeah, right. in, you know. Um, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Your co-producer on your podcast, Series Finale, uh, t- took Viagra right, before famously, going on. Right, yeah. famously, yeah. Didn't work. I've never taken Viagra before. Nor have I. Just Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's not an on-off switch. I think it it just oops sorry it just makes it sex last long. Your erection could potentially I it's actually, stronger. I actually based on the commercials. This is very interesting. Assumed that Viagra was an on-off switch in Cialis. Because they always say you have Cialis 48 hours. Cialis is the longer one. That Cialis, you could just go about it normally, and then you would have yes. more strength. Oh, okay. So they But say. I, I did think Viagra was an on-off switch, but I've never used it. Yeah. I always love the warnings. Yeah, you the four-hour. Four hours, tell your doctor. I'm telling fucking everybody if I get an erection at last right, four right. hours. Well, it, it seems a focal point of people's nerves and their discussion on the podcast is their penis. What, what else did you notice? Because much more of you is covered than just your penis, right? Our clothing is not just a sheath for the penis. Yeah. So was there any other parts of your body no, that you were focused on? I was on? not focused on my penis at all. I was not focused on me. I was, I was so much like... Clothed. By the time right. I told my first joke, it was it was no different. Did you feel and so clothed? A lot clothed. of comics probably say that, don't they? Yeah. That once you tell that first joke, it's like because because you you recognize that what's coming out of you has very little to do with right. What's Hopefully, what's out here? Depending where it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. But you know, yeah. The, the, yeah. So for me, it was like I, that 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 became very stark to me. The idea that. I could do it standing on my head. I could do it naked. I could do it in a sleeping bag. It, once I start joking, yeah. it doesn't matter. I feel the should, jokes. I should mention the last Thursday of every month at Improv Boston is sleeping bag comedy <laughs> night. <It's, laughs> yes. A lot of comics are nervous. Many people agree to do it. They don't show up. They don't want to be seen in a 30 below certified <laughs> sleeping bag. It's uh, something that does breed anxiety. Yeah. And uh, the zipper gets stuck on your... Foreskin, perhaps, yes. you know. The, all right, I did. That <laughs> all right. So, what did you think about your, you know, your chest out there? You've never done shirtless comedy, have you? How do you feel about your, your torso being exposed I felt, to the world? I, like I said, I have got the power of age. Okay. You know, when you get old, like you wear sandals that don't match. You wear, you know, socks that don't match. You wear, you know, walk around offending everybody in your home. You know, dead. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't care, and I was right. Right, I, right, right. You, I'd, love to, I'd love to be more interesting and say, oh, this is all that was bothering me. No, this was like a cup of coffee for you. It was very boring. <laughs> you can't even believe you're on. Mr. Ethan Marsh has returned from yeah, the new stage. Here, you look at him. He yeah. looks great. He's got some kind of Madonna shirt on. Ethan Marsh. Kate Bush. Close. Kate, both female icons. Kate Bush. I've never heard of her. He wore a Bush on and off stage tonight. All right, Mr. <laughs> Bush, how did you feel going up in the buff? Oh. It was so relaxing. It was very laid back. It was just incredible. They're really nice. Really yeah. awesome audience. Uh, we heard from Ethan. He was afraid someone would jeer and say he was nubby. Did you feel nubby out there or did you feel smooth? I felt, yes, I felt the opposite of nubby. There okay. were no nubs. You know what no, I mean? No, snub free. It's almost like a lot of them receded spiritually. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, no, it was really great. Just in, one of the just nicest audience. They're so fun. 
And I was just not, not, I, I could tell, like, especially when I was I was like, those are such good laughs, I have nothing to worry about. So it was really oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Me, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that was super fun. So I guess I did get laughs. Yes, Casey got laughs. It's been verified by a third party. So hard on yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> hard on. <laughs> so, Mr. Marsh, what was the most surprising thing to you out there in the nude? And did you wear socks or shoes? Socks. Just yeah. socks. You know what I mean? Where I did you wear the sock? A chili pep style. <laughs> Crossing the street. I kind of have an Anthony Kiedis type of vibe. All right, all right. I'm one of the guys that OD'd. <laughs> No, don't John Frusante. It's okay. <laughs> or the other guy. John Frusante is still alive. Well, I yeah, believe so. I believe Hello so. Slovak. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. We're gonna get the yeah. Wikipedia. For, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't need to. We could get away from bashing the Peps. I'm not uh, bashing. We're celebrating. We're celebrating yeah. the Peps. Yeah. They have a song called "Party on Your Pussy," or it's called "Special Secret Song Number 6. <laughs> so, Mr. Marsh, will you be doing nude comedy more in the future? Oh, definitely. You know, doing a lot of. Hopefully, the, this leads to a lot of nude get-togethers. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. See, that's never happened for me. I, I've never been invited to. If, if anything, I've been excluded from nude get-togethers <laughs> as a result this of this. Show. Why? I don't know. I feel like I, I think um, I'm a fr- I'm a fraud. I don't know. Like I've done like these sex storytelling shows where literally the entire audience and most of the people in the show go to have like group sex afterwards. Are you kidding me? And they're like, why don't you stay here? And, when, like, what? Watch the what are you talking <laughs> they don't about? Happen at, they don't happen anymore, but they're <laughs> called bear stories. That sounds like a lo- heavy set gay men's situation and you are much more of an bear otter. Bear B-A-R-E. So I could see you being invited to otter stories, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> bear stories is not your crowd. Just no. paddling upstream, you know? Yeah. So they used to do Most something the called... I do, I'm not invited to anyway. Just, bear, <laughs> bear stories and people would have inner course following the show unrelated to the show but most of the people there were part of like like the fat life community okay and nice. uh you know let's just say that they uh, the bulls in their houses aren't just for cereal you know? <laughs> we'll <laughs> say they got a pineapple hanging on the door you know <laughs> i don't know that one yeah uh, yeah some jack claims pineapples has to do with swingers but i see pineapples all the time now that it's yeah it's, i thought it's, it's just a chill guy it's thing, too ubiquitous you know? <laughs> yeah well you put it up at your house you'll have a lot of people knocking you know when the, when the boats are rocking don't come out yeah. but it's also weird because in new hampshire there is a place called the Golden Pineapple. It's a souvenir store. It's what do like you think they do there? Bougie. Okay, this makes sense because it was for all bougie rich people. Yep. So it's like, okay, maybe it is one of those things. Oh, hey. How do the rich get rich? Yeah, we can put all our keys in this pineapple and spin it around a little bit. Wow. I think that maybe Jack was just confused because he was thinking like, if you eat enough pineapple, then everyone that goes to your sex party can taste the difference in your cup. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's probably it. All right, we got Big D back in the house. He's returned from the nudity, an old pro. He's Ethan, wearing... let me, I was just asking you another question. Yeah, was sure. It, these are first time doing the Naked Show. Have you yes. ever seen it before? Yes, yeah. definitely. So no. you're a reformed voyeur. Oh no, I just appreciate nudity. I think nudity's great. I think it's like honestly, I think nudity's awesome and I think it's really fun when people like connect with it and they're like, Oh, I feel a lot freer. I feel right, a lot more right. relaxed and it's like growing up in New Hampshire there was like a huge nudist colony kind of thing by Lee, New Hampshire, by the Lee Speedway. Oh. So it'd be a lot of people that are into stock cars and like uh drag racing 
It, and the, you know, it's kind of like not taking too much care of your body. Just come as you are. Yeah, so yeah. They kind of, and it would just be like a nudist colony just full of libertarian nudists. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> get off the, my towel. Yeah, kind yeah, yeah. Of vibe. You should have brought your own towel. The free market would have gotten you a towel. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I think in New Hampshire, like if you go to. I don't know how far away Loudon is. From yeah, yeah, area, yeah. That's, that's where the big 45 minutes or not. That's the huge one. Yeah, yeah. that's big oh, racetrack, and it's the only, like, NASCAR venue in New England. Right, right, famously. Like, people make it, like, a week out of it. Like, they go oh, there, yeah, they yeah. camp out on the track, so it kind of makes sense, you know? You only have so many Dale Earnhardt shirts you can wear. You just got to go <laughs> naked the rest <laughs> right. of the time. So you think that the nudity is linked <laughs> exactly. to NASCAR fandom. I the bigger the NASCAR <laughs> fan, the greater chances of nudity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think... It's, that goes hand in hand. It helps because, stop. yeah, exactly. It's clothes when you're eating, you get covered in various sauces, right, various right. ranch dressings. And you have to save your best Jeff Gordon shirt for the race day, so <laughs> you gotta be nude until that point. Yeah. Who's the race? I don't know anything about race car drivers. Who's Tony on, Stewart killed like. a guy recently, I think. What? Last year, a guy was on the track killed. Oh, really? So it wasn't like a Florida like stand your ground. No, it was a, it was a loud and nudist that uh, got disoriented <laughs> from the heat. Straight up on the racetrack. That was yeah. my uncle. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Wow. What did you want to ask Ethan about his nudity, oh, though? Oh, if uh, there was, a, you know, we're joking around, but if there was a... Uh, and I'll pose this for, for Big D too. If there was a scenario for like nudists or whatever, if someone's like, Hey, we're, uh, we're doing this naked event this week, like, and you're invited, what would you want it to be? And what would you not want it to be? Chili cook off. <laughs> I don't know. You don't want some hot chili splashing <laughs> on the a place that's nice and warm. You know, I think like, uh, I don't know. I think that's what was always so intriguing about the Lee, New Hampshire place. It's like just being nude and, and swimming. That's awesome. That's one of the best things. Like I love like skinny dipping and that's like so, so I'd like, you know, it's like a fun pool party and there's just people doing stand up or people playing music or stuff like that. So for just you, everyone totally naked, yeah. is inextricably linked to a performance of stand up comedy. It seems like you, you would you want just to want to have that. a gig. Definitely. Up. Either that or, you know, just one man show. Okay, just a lot yeah. of really, everyone in my neighborhood was so weird, you know. <laughs> did you, did you ever go to the lean nudist colony? We, uh, as a family, yeah, exactly the, whole, the grandma, the, the cousins. You know? No, uh, I was actually, uh, with a group that we were like a political action group. We go door to door getting information about voters and stuff, uh, for actually like Obama. It was like loosely, or actually George Soros. So I was part yeah, of right, the you were paid, right? conspiracy thing, but we actually were like, all right, let's drive right up to it. And then it was just like, a dude like in a khaki thing that's like, hey, so you checking in? And it was immediately like that, like, we've seen this before, like, no teenagers, you know what I mean? Yeah, no college yeah, yeah. kids, get out of here. Just, oh, just, yeah. they were afraid about voyeurs, so, you know, they were protecting yeah, the you know, so privacy. Have you gone back now? Do you think you'll be returning? I, I would love to. Yeah. You go to lead, that's super pay? I mean, just a membership? Yeah, it's like a Where cabin put that thing, so you're hanging card? out. Yeah, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> Oh, it's so like, you, I don't know if you've seen the tip drill video. Yeah. <laughs> they do the credit card slot. <laughs> so you you rent an apartment kind of on the complex? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I read like a great David Zdaris or whatever story about where it's just like, you know, as everyone has their towel situation right. and things like that. So, yeah, it just sounded like a regular camping thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, And some people are families where they're like, hey, this is... 
we're gonna get naked. The kids got into it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like, oh, our whole family will be naked together. So yeah, right. That's, I guess it's not that weird. Families that undress together stay together. That's, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, I had a buddy who. Uh, his parents were nudists. How did and he, he hated it? How did he know that about them? Because they were. It's it's hard to hide. They it. forced that on their parents on their children. They didn't, they didn't for they didn't force it on him as like a part of raising him. But he told me that he uh, if he got in trouble, they would make him go to the nudist camp with them as that's punishment. So weird. <laughs> That's very weird. That's a that's a good way to stop your kids from misbehaving. Get them on. All right, Valley D's in the house. Valley, you want to get on the mic? There's a point at Matt Conan. Just Does he to have to go? Hello, hello. Hi, Ethan. All right. Do you want to? Hi, Ethan. Hi, Do you want to speak further, Valley? Did you just go up? I just came here to give my no, social media. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to to for people to know Promote, that, I, that yeah. I was here. Um, I'm just running back and forth, but I can hang for like seven minutes. But cool. you have to go. Yes, because Kevin is on, and then someone else, and then me. I think that's how it is. Danya just got off stage. Okay. So it's Kevin, and then you. All right. Awesome. Uh, Take over. Who wants in? All right. We got Kevin Quigley, Kevin M. Quigley in Valley D. Any thoughts on your nude sets? It was really small. Okay. We went immediately to the penis (laughs) or the laughter. I'm not sure. Oh, no. The laughter was fine. Um, yeah, it was much smaller than I thought it would be. What are you talking about? My Kevin? penis. My okay. penis. All right. Valley, do you have any, uh, non-genital related thoughts or genital related thoughts or whatever you want to share? <laughs> I thought I was par. Okay. You thought, you you thought it was a, an accurate reflection of, of the daily situation. Yeah, I think I, I looked as I often do. Okay, all right. Kevin, you felt it was an unfair representation. Yeah, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, staying up all night on Adderall because I needed to, like, finish a project. Like, that kind of that kind of shriveled raisin-like effect. Um, I've never done Adderall, so I'm not sure. Never, oh, it, well, I, I mean, I'm subscribed because I'm, I'm a sick puppy, but uh, I don't really take it that often these days. Getting off topic, the Naked Show, great stuff. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. Right. People laughed. Uh, I actually got undressed way too early because the uh, the folks in the audience who wanted to tell the joke uh, that I didn't know that was going to be before my. So set. you were just nude in the lobby? Yeah, I got naked as soon as Ethan got off because I thought not in the lobby, but back behind the curtain. Okay, so you uh, just standing in the window, nude. Basically, yes. Uh, I thought thought that I was right about to go up. How did you feel? Head. You you expressed a certain amount of fear before. Do you feel good? I, now? I was pretty anxious. Uh, I mean, my main fear uh, was that I would throw up on stage. And no way, happen. really? Yeah, I didn't get to, right. I didn't get asked that question, but uh, yes, that was that was. I, I was like, hmm, anxiety throwing up. Could it happen? It would be a story. Well, congratulations, Kevin. Congrats Great job. I'm glad you were able to do it. Do you think you would it. do it the show again? Do you think you would get nervous if you did? The show I would again? totally do it again. I, I doubt I would be nearly as nervous. Okay, very cool. Uh, Valley, have you done it multiple times? Yeah, I have. But this was my first time. Um, I don't know. Do you know that Andy does a headstand during his opening? I heard about that. Some kind of spread eagle upside down yoga. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I have always thought about it, but today I finally did a headstand also. Very cool. Congratulations. Was there a a wall involved and zero wall? No wall. No wall? I mean, I did it in front of a wall, but I don't need a wall to do a headstand. Okay. Oh, I was confusing the, the term. I'm not an expert on yoga. Oh, um, I think you're referring to my attempts to do a handstand. Handstand yes. different from a headstand. Handstand is different from a headstand. 
I didn't. I'm a I actually thought a headstand would be more difficult than a handstand. Really? Yes. But you have a more surface area. Uh, but my you have neck three points doesn't of contact seem with as... the ground rather than two. On a headstand? If you're doing a handstand, you only have your hands for balance. But if you're doing a headstand, it's like a tripod. Oh, you you lean on your shoulders. No, your 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 head and both of your hands are on the ground. Oh, it's not oh, like the I break dancer in that movie clock head. stoppers. Like oh. they use the hands. Oh, okay. That's so like, uh, I don't know what that even is. A headstand is a variation dancing. of the movie clock stoppers, headstand. the 2002 Nickelodeon hit. That no one it's saw. Like, it's like knee push-ups for the handstand. Uh, oh, um, I would say they're very different because I mean, I guess the, what your core strength, like you need that. It, they're both inversions, but um, a handstand requires so much more, like balance, and your shoulders need to be open. You have to have a hollow body the whole time. A headstand, you can kind of just to do a handstand without a wall. To do a handstand, yeah, I guess. Donya's back. So, Welcome so back, how long Danya. were you in a sustained headstand position? Not long. It was just enough to show Andy that. His trick is not that impressive. Am I crazy to think I was able to do a handstand as a child? Um, <laughs> it's probably something that children can do, right? But maybe so adults. I would it's more say difficult. that people think they can do a handstand, and that's cool. But that the types of handstands they're doing is not the type of handstand I'm trying to achieve. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so like, you, yeah, you probably did do like a form of a handstand. I feel like when we were kids, we only ever did handstands for no longer than five seconds, though. Yes, absolutely. I guess in that, Probably like, one to like two. Good fo- my goal, this is just my personal goal, is a handstand with, like, really solid form so that I can hold it and it's like... Two push-ups? Maybe one day. When, when you're saying you're kind of different, you're talking about, like, you kind of, like, get down on the ground and then, like, work your way up instead of the, you know, childish more, like, you know, we, like, throw our body I into it so the momentum, like... At the ground with a wall and get into a handstand, but it won't be good form. So I'm trying to like kick up from the ground and like have the abdominal strength to just like get my hips stacked over my shoulders and keep my shoulders stacked over my wrists and like be able to hold it without the help of anyone. I want to be an independent Handstander. You know, I really should start doing yoga because I'm a I'm a tight motherfucker from all the you know running and and whatnot. Maybe if you were doing handstands, you wouldn't feel like you were throwing up. Wouldn't that like they being upside down a bunch make me like more nauseous? Perhaps. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just like I'm just trying to do a handstand. That's all. I'm okay, not good at it. So congratulations on your goal. You're trying to do a handstand, Kevin. Goal next was not time to throw you do you both completed your goal. What are you gonna look for the next time you do nude comedy? I don't know, man. That balloon animal thing sounded fun, but I don't I don't want to steal that from Big D. Steal his thunder. Yeah, I don't want to steal his balloon animal uh shtick. Um He's gonna tie his he he's animal? he's bragged about various balloon animals he knows how to make with his scrotum and phallus. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got like six of these that he's mastered. I think this was facetious. I would be very surprised if you're allowed to touch yourself on. St- that would surprise me. Maybe you're allowed. I don't to, know. I was I never know. told not to touch my. I didn't, I but I was never told. That would seem a little graphic. Legally. Okay, so uh, Casey from the wing said Andy couldn't put a finger in his mouth legally for legal reasons. Probably because it would make him throw up. 
Okay, you think it's in no, tie and bind? No, it's like lewd. Yeah, I, I would uh, definitely yeah. think that would be lewd behavior. I, lewd and lascivious. Aren't most of the uh, audibly spoken uh, things we say uh, about uh, lewd behavior or at least a, 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 a notable percentage? Lewd speech probably is not lewd I behavior. Don't I don't know how it works in this country. I know Massachusetts is still uh, influenced by the Puritans that founded it uh, with their policies. It's like, it's like the strip clubs that, they, that, that have the... the um... Casey, get on the mic if you're going to talk to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually hand Casey the mic. You guys Valley's enjoy. I'm going to go back to the, the show. Mic. Oh, and we should get Danya back on. Danya will get back on. Yes. Kevin, hand Danya the mic. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Danya's back. Hi. Casey, give us your strip club history, and then oh, we'll, well, we'll get so to Danya's situation. That- <laughs> no, that, that they that they have band aids and stuff that cover their nipples in some places okay. because of the city ordinances and that sort of thing. So they'll get like clear band aids or like flesh tone band aids and stuff to cover that. And you just think it's like ninety nine point nine percent of yes. this right there, and yet the ordinance requires. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Did you wear any pasties today? No, I uh, I've been trying to cut down. Okay. You- <laughs> Danya, you were very nervous before you went out there. How are you feeling now? I'm th- that was great. It was great. You're really, you cool. really excited. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, it was nice. Um, I kept on accidentally touching my vagina uh-huh. during the set, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but besides that, you know, that what was... was your favorite part about the nude performance? Um, I kind of I had a stance. I guess I can't really communicate this on a podcast, but I kind of had a stance where my gut was forward, and it was really liberating. Okay, honestly, I just let it all hang out, and it felt great. <laughs> you felt very free. Yeah, it was nice. My buttocks were clenched the entire time to prevent be- uh, bleeding. So no fissure problem. No fissure problem no. tonight. No. All right, Kevin M. Quigley, you're back. You got a little chewing, so I'll keep talking. And Sorry, then, no one know, wants to hear chewing on a podcast. Whenever you're ready, you jump back in, Kevin's. Um, Casey wants to know what Danya is texting. He's. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was just naked. Yeah, no, I was. I told my friend I was naked on. Well, she said, um, I still. I have to transcribe an interview for school, and I still haven't done that. And she was like, Why haven't you done that? Because like she's my boss. And I was like, I was just naked on stage. Beep, 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 beep. It's a pretty good excuse. But, yeah, but I should probably get that interview done. Yeah. All right, so. so you've got to transcribe after nudity. Will you be transcribing nude? Do you think this is most likely? I a mean, new lifestyle. I spend most of my time in my room nude, like at school. Oh since wow. I'm single, so uh-huh. like I, I, I'm nude around myself a lot. But yeah. this is my first time ever. In front of people. Now, you do stand community. up a lot, right? I assume. I mean, like, uh, uh, not really. Like you sometimes. were so funny. Thank you it so much. It was like overwhelmingly hilarious. <laughs> Thank and you, you sounded so like calm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You were really, really good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I tell everyone that's what happens. You get out there, you're naked, and all of a sudden, all your like inhibitions just fly away. Yeah, it was warm. Honestly. It was warm. It was out warm there. out there. Yeah, yeah it was good. How did you feel, Kevin? This, how would this stack up against past nude performances? Uh, usually I have, like, I always tell, like, a, a weird gay sex story from my life. Right. Uh, I did that tonight, and this one got a lot more laughs. Uh, was this a new story? New gay uh, encounter? Second time doing it. Uh, I did it once. Uh, at second time doing gay sex? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> this story? Very, uh, this is my, yeah. Very new? Uh, yeah, I love, I love all the, the new gay sex I'm having. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've told the story once before, um, and I could never figure out a way to end it, uh, you know, cause they're all like based on real life. Right. Uh, but, uh, I, I remembered that, um, my nose was cold. 
uh, <laughs> yeah. beforehand, and then it wasn't after. Wow. And why? Uh, so I, I ended that the, the whole story with that and got a big laugh, so I was very pleased with that. Very nice, very nice. You made a comedic development tonight. I did. Uh, Danya, what about you? Did you did any new jokes resonate in a new way? Um, Actually, yeah. So I tried, I decided to do most of my sex stuff tonight because I thought that's what would go over well. Uh-huh. Um, and I have this one joke about um, masturbating to a Seinfeld porn parody. Wow. And it went really well, like a lot better than it usually does. Why do you think? Do you think the nudity just made it more believable? I think they like, saw my sad body and they were like, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were like, yeah. What was the Seinfeld porn parody called? Um, so the whole joke is, so the actual one has James, De- okay. So the actual, there's a real Seinfeld porn parody that has James <laughs> Dean in it and it's very hot and I like it. But, um, for the sake of the joke, I make it, uh, George Costanza hate fucking Newman. Wow. Uh, because I like that and I like the idea of that. So. I think, uh, I was, so I, I'm not one to critique jokes. Yeah. Cause it was very, very funny, but maybe throw in a hello Newman. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that, that would be very good. funny. It was, yeah, it was a really, really good, very well-timed joke. So yeah, just if you, Thank if you, you. want, that's no, I, I am always looking. I'm like me two too. years old. I need help. <laughs> so like, please. Kona always throws something at me at the end of a, of a set, and he's like, and always, always makes it better. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, now I know for my my hate fucking, I'll have to throw in a little. <laughs> which bo- to both of you, which Seinfeld character would you most like to be nude with? Oh, George Costanza. George Costanza. Yeah, actually looks like my husband really yeah are you sexually attracted to george costanza oh yeah well wow <laughs> for the audience kevin lit up he's very into george costanza that is the best thing i've heard today big yeah. fan of fat hairy guys all right yeah. all right if you're listening folks get in touch i don't know <laughs> send some photos all right danya who would do this the seinfeld person You'd most like to be nude with. Do you know um Putty, who was oh. like Elaine's boyfriend? I want to change my answer. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going. I'm going with it. What's it? Yeah, what's his name? He plays Patrick Joe and found. Yeah, Patrick Warburton yeah. is so hot. He's so okay. Yeah, so or Elaine. What does he look like? What does Patrick Warburton? He has look? like a, a, a square, square and like a square, square face. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He talks. He's got a little like, bit of a schlubby body, he plays, but it, he plays. He plays the other rental agent in Ted. I, I I haven't seen Ted. Casey McNeil said he played the other. I know. I, I maybe I'll see Ted, but have you ever I, I been to Disney that. World? I have. Okay, so he plays the the flight attendant in Soren. Oh, I'm not gonna remember You're that. Have you, have you watched Family Guy? No, not not what? enough, not oh. enough, not enough to think know. If you... I'm I'm never gonna guess, Patrick. No, it sounds like enough. we've already gone through. Yeah, yeah, pull up his. All right. So He's got sort of a schlubby dad bod. Okay, and it's right. nice. We've it's had nice. a lot of there's a lot of the talk has been about people have reflected on their genitalia, the parts they were most nervous about. People have you know talked about doing sex jokes. Do you think nudity is inherently sexual? No. No, I, actually, yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. But there's been a lot of. I don't remember him, but I can see it. Yeah, he, that I just was okay. looking at a photo of Patch Warburton. Like I know, like the like the conditioning is to think like nudity, sex, like immediately, and that's why I decided to do all my sex jokes. But like I guess that was just me being a little lamb of society. So no, I don't think they should be. Well, um, like I was telling these guys, I had I had jokes that I thought would be better nude that turned out not as good nude. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it might have just been something else about it, but I, it didn't work as well as I thought it was going. Gotcha. One thing that was weird though, have you ever been on stage, just regular stage, and before you go up, you're like, I kind of have to go pee. Right. But right. I don't know if it's going to distract me. Should I go? Do I have yeah, enough yeah, time? Yeah. Am I up? Right. So about 25 seconds before I went on, <laughs> that came over. You had to pee. 
I felt well. I felt like do I? I had that thing. Do I have to? Maybe I will it preoccupy me? Yeah, Am I going to yeah. be okay? Am I going? So I just really thought my mind would be way on it, and then it went away. Yeah. Thank God. But, I, but that can be really <laughs> that can that can, can be, be uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I've always you know we uh, I grew up in an age when uh, like pictures were were the big you know porn right um, right, and so now it's all video and 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 more textual. I think there's yeah. a lot of stories and, and stuff like that. Um, uh, so I was gro- growing up in the era where se- like nudity was sexual. I don't think it is that today. Because you don't think it's enough compared to what people are looking at. Yeah, it's the base level. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost vanilla. So it's a little <laughs> titillating and a little shocking, but it's not like, you know, porn right in your face. Right, yeah. right. Hopefully it should be comedy, not porn. But, right. we, you know, we've seen the Seinfeld porn. There is a crossover. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Between the, two, <laughs> between the two. How would you describe the crowd tonight? Were they feeling good? They were real into it. Yeah, very warm. Uh, the only thing that's distracting is that, you know, uh, between comics, for some reason people want to drink more at the show than any other show. And getting up and leaving the show is more distracting than any other show. Yeah. Right. So. People are kind of zoned in and that, that can take you out of it yeah. yeah yeah maybe opening up the the light from the corridor you know reflecting on the nudity that can be, <laughs> yeah. be tough do we so you come every month kevin yep. do you think you would do it again donya totally yeah this, this was great this was a great moment for you i i this was very liberating like i'm not as you can probably tell i'm not a person who likes my body okay so like this was like very kind of i don't know i really enjoyed doing this do you feel yeah. like you have a newfound appreciation for your body post nude comedy no i don't i still hate my body but i'm not as like afraid of it i guess afraid of it being out in front because like i like i don't like, this isn't funny like i purposely don't like hook up with a lot of people mm-hmm. because i really hate my body but right. like, now that if 80 strangers can see me nude i guess a person i'm attracted to can patrick warbutton yeah, yeah. yeah. there's gonna be a message in his inbox tonight Look yeah, out, baby. Patrick. i'll slide in i'll slide in sure be would. good <laughs> uh how did you feel the first time you were nude on well, so stage, Kevin. It's interesting. I went at the whole thing in a very cockeyed way, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I used to intro Andy in my underwear because uh, I was too nervous to get naked. Really? Yeah. And he, wow. Uh, yeah. So I would like I would intro him on stage, and he he took me aside after one of them. He's like, "If you're gonna do this, uh, one, you can't. You one, you need to be naked, and two, you can't be naked before I'm naked on stage. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you have to either do the show or don't do the show. And right. Like, I, I guess I'll do the show. Right. Uh, and I am not really like I do storytelling. I'm not really a stand up guy. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, is this going to translate? And the first time I was up there, I told my accidental fisting story Mm -hmm. and it translated (laughs) very well. It was, it was so, so messy. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it really worked out and it really gave me a lot of confidence. So good, good. We got Matt Kona back in the room. He's returned from a nude endeavor. (laughs) Matt, how did you feel out there? I'm back. I'm closed. Uh, it was chilly. Was it chillier on stage? It was tonight? a little colder on stage tonight. Danya actually thought it was quite warm. So, you know, Danya, thank you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I, it, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't never. I never mention like the weather, the weather, or being cold or shrinkage or, or something. Yeah, that was something. Kevin M. Quigley, the yeah, other the other Kevin one, M. Quigley, mm-hmm. did mention shrinkage. So you would not be the first. Did he person say he was a victim of it? <laughs> he said it was small. I said, "How was it?" He said it was small. Oh, okay. It was kind I of an it. immediate penile reflection. Yeah, gotcha. That happens, you know, it's, it's very interesting when guys are up on stage, um, even guys, like I'll see men in the, the locker room and they're hanging a little bit. Um, most guys up here are smaller than normal because yeah. of the nervousness maybe. Right. You know, right. so. Or it could just be Canadians. small penis people are drawn to the stage. I mean, there's that. We don't know. There used know? to be a, uh, an AOL uh, chat room called uh, Small Tools, Men for no Men. No way, really? Yep, yep. I uh, I was not on that. Well, okay. I, I observed. Lurk. Yeah. I lurk. I lurked on that. Tools. Small tools. Al Borland was on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's my type. But you know, you you were talking about shrinkage. It sounds like you want to bring it up. You want to address how you performed. Oh, because uh, I had a below moment. The belt today. No, no, because I had a moment, and and uh, normally when I'm performing, I'm I stand pretty still lately. Keep the mic in the stands, and um, I moved around a little bit, and at one point. I looked at my penis on stage. Doesn't happen that much. And I felt like, does it always look like that during the show? I felt like it was a little smaller. I momentarily confused it for, uh, I, I thought I had three balls for Did a minute. Did you? Wow. <laughs> like, what? One of my balls is a cut in the middle of oh it. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. But as far as the, uh, telling of jokes went, I think it went pretty okay. Yeah. It usually yeah. does for you. Yeah, well yeah. thanks. But I'm uh I'm a little rusty lately and uh it was it was fun. Did you tell your Jewish cemetery joke? <laughs> yes. Good, good. That's a wonderful <laughs> joke, listeners. Thank you. Look out for that. <laughs> um I feel like I did some new version of something or maybe like a little bit of a impromptu thing. I'll go back to the tape. Do you have tattoos? Uh, yeah. That's why you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery, yeah. right? So that must have really helped the joke. It hit know? home. Yeah. <laughs> I have other jokes about having tattoos that I don't actually have. Oh, so you're exposed for a little stolen valor, <laughs> a little stolen ink. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the punchline of one of the jokes is that I have a, a tattoo of Wonder Woman's airplane on my back. Right, and right. it's invisible. So then, and then for the other one, I just said I'm thinking about getting a tattoo of this. Yeah, yeah. instead. So, so you got to adapt because yeah. I, I I have made many jokes about like how I dress and a, like a chunk of material about the way that I dress and uh, it's powerless. You feel on stage at yeah. the naked show. Right. I mean, you could describe how you dress, but it's. Uh, What's interesting? Yeah. Yeah. You're undressed. Well, it's interesting because sometimes when people are on stage, often uh, they'll talk about what they look like when they're undressed. So, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, when I'm naked, this happens. Or when I'm naked, I look like this. But it doesn't work the other way around. Yeah. When I'm clothed, right. this is what I do. Right. <laughs> but there's so many, like, comedians over the years. It's almost become a trope of the hack comic. The hack nude comic. I can't believe I'm in this outfit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, look at me. Wear this shirt. Like, right. he, like he was just... Put in wardrobe before right, going right, on stage. Right. Yeah. It's very planned. You have to wear the same things every time. Uh, perhaps for me, the most egregious example of that is a beanie on stage. Mm-hmm. If you're remarking about a beanie on stage, because you never need to be wearing a beanie on stage. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of very much a choice. Yeah, I took mine off. I took it off. You took it off. Yeah. You took it all off tonight. This is a beanie, right? Yeah. I've only worn socks once on stage because 
it was hot and sweaty, and to take them off and put them back on again is something that Too I didn't want to do. Plus, it was just damp. Gross. Yeah, and I'm like putting on. What do you go for with the socks or shoes? Kevin? I, I used to wear them because uh, my feet get really cold. But okay, I, I just keep them all. I take everything off. Take it all off. Yeah, yeah, I have to. I mean, I I I would feel like I would be disrespecting the art. If you weren't nude. Right. If yeah. I wasn't completely nude. Although I have worn a hat on stage a couple times. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I've never seen you. Wait. Maybe Baseball I've seen cap. you wearing a hat. Yeah. yeah. I had, you know what I'm thinking next time we do the naked show? I'm still not going to wear socks or shoes. I might bring a red carpet. Just put it out there before oh, I go there. I, I would love that. That would really be hysterical. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, that's perfect. That would be truly very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> have photographers come out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Have their cameras confiscated by Improv Boss. Have yeah. you been Have you been photographed nude, either on stage or for private use? Never for private use. I've just for public use. Just for public. <laughs> public use. domain nudity archive dot org. You, you get a lot of. Listen, I'm just answering one part of the question first. Um, I've taken pictures of uh, a girl naked. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say her name because I don't want her to find out. But uh, <laughs> that is the creepiest just, thing. I'm ever just said. kidding. It's it's an all a good fun joke. But we broke up. This was like the uh, first girl that I had sex with. She suggested the, the 2015 pic- the picture taken. Yeah, <laughs> three anniversaries coming up. Uh, and, um, so. I had the pictures, and like even after we broke up, like that were sent to my email, and I wouldn't like go back and look at them, but in my head I knew that they were there, and then I stopped using Hotmail. Okay, and yeah, then, and, and then like I try, I think I tried to log in for some other reason, and email reasons, not to just yeah, yeah. naked ex girlfriends, and uh, and like I think Hotmail still exists, but. My password does not. Okay. So, yeah. So no recovery pass. But no, nah, nah, I don't think that I've been photographed naked on stage. This is really the only place I'm naked outside of the home. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I have been fo- okay photographed naked in a joking way by uh, my wife, who I uh, made delete immediately after that. <laughs> no. And that's about it. She did delete it. She took like an unflattering picture. Yeah, but she's not really deleted. Nothing's ever deleted. It's right, like it's right. in the cloud somewhere. Right. Dead relatives are looking. I don't, I don't know. Have you ever been photographed in the nude, Kevin? Well, many times. Uh, also, but- there's a naked show calendar, and I didn't do it. I didn't want to do it. Why not? What was your anxiety? I don't know. I just felt like I did. Do you feel like it would take a piece of your soul to be photographed nude? No, not really. (laughs) Honestly, I was more like thinking that I like I have a cool job and I don't think that it would get me like in trouble to like do the show. But it might be like a weird thing if it was if it ended up in a cubicle in someone's uh, in the office or something. You know, the uh, the Boston Globe actually did an expose on this show once. So I got photographed in the nude, uh, by a globe photographer. By a globe photographer. And they came here and did it. And, uh, the thing I forgot was that my father reads the globe. Oh, wow. So I went to Disney World and then I get a call. I'm in Epcot. I get a call from my dad. He's like, so picked up the globe today. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> and he's like, so, uh, you're naked on stage now. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dad. It was very awkward because I had to have this conversation with like fireworks going off. <laughs> yeah, right, right. What what country were you at in that? I was in Canada, actually. Okay, yeah. that's a good country for yeah. nudity. Still yeah. a lot of roaming charges. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was a real bear. Uh, <laughs> did and then you, I had to leaf. Did you make the uh, the calendar, the nude calendar? I didn't. No, no. no. I I, uh, I mean, I, I've been in naked calendars before. Other naked calendars. Yeah. Firefighter <laughs> calendars. Naked calendars. There, well, I was weirdly enough in a, uh, a a Jewish, like hot Jewish guy's calendar. Are you Jewish? Not at all. Okay. Did you convert for the calendar? I don't know why. I think I was just on the back cover because my friend runs this calendar and he, uh, he, he basically, there's a, there's a Jewish, there's a calendar called, uh, nice Jewish guys, nice Jewish boys. And it's like Jewish guys doing night, like helping a woman across the street. Yeah. So he does a calendar called naughty, naughty Jewish, Jewish boys. Like, um, and I was just on like the back cover. Leading a woman into traffic. Yeah. <laughs> they're all naked and they're all holding menorahs in very bad places. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. But they're all like, I thought they would just Jewish. be different pictures of you misbehaving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Causing a ruckus just around town. finding the glory hole in the wailing wall. That's oh, jeez. Yikes. Disavow. That is, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am feeling You've been to the wailing wall. Yeah. How'd you well, like it? Nick in it. Right. Oh, you have right. a joke about it, you say. <laughs> yeah. Well, my the joke is that I, it, it's ba- it, uh, I was raised Catholic, and... The joke is that I did I couldn't remember any prayers to say. Uh, definitely, maybe I could fumble my way through an our our, fa- our father. Yeah, but definitely not a hail mary. And um, so I just said, uh, "Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep." What is that from? I'll be honest. I don't know. That was just yeah, something yeah, that my yeah. parents it was, would. Talk it's funny. Me into people bed. Did people you do, do like it? I didn't do that. No. Were you Catholic? Yeah, but very loosely. Okay. We, I went to Sunday school, and I should remember this. Catholic? Yeah. I never know the difference between... I thought the only difference between Catholics and Protestants was that Protestants didn't kneel during church. Yeah, we definitely... And then there's the imagery no, of trans- Jesus No, there's transubstantiation, there's the Corpus Christi. Protestants have three lines Wait, longer than the Our Father. Yeah. What's Corpus Christi? I know the text Corpus Christi, a Protestant cross will just have a cross. Yeah, no a Catholic crucified. crucifixion will have Jesus, his body on it. We got a little, got a little Kevin on Whoa, the couch. Wrapping it up. Ooh. Switch. Switch. Kevin, you're back. How, how do you feel? It's, you seem uh, really happy. We're very happy for you. Well, I, I, I gotta be honest with you, Zachary and Matt. Uh, a, a, a group of women invited us to uh, a bar nearby to, to debrief. Uh, those uh, those listening on the podcast, it's you're a debriefed. Yes, uh, he already made that joke, but you God couldn't hear him because he wasn't near the microphone. Edit that out. So uh, you're going out with some women tonight. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I'm excited about other stuff, though. Well, how did this happen? Were you lingering in the We're doing the fan out. And she said something area? like, we got to go to the bar next door to debrief. And I was like, debrief on what? And she said, come by and we'll tell you. Why would you not go? That sounds like well, quite I the invitation. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've they've seen me naked, so they know. Um, they know what you're working They know with. what's going on, yeah. yeah. They uh, probably have uh, put dollar values on every performer they've seen tonight based on their physical appearance would be my best guess. What? Wait, wait. Why are you guessing that they put dollar values in it? Well, I just assume that many of the audience members are involved them? in some sort of strange flesh trade where they uh, value people based on uh, their physical attributes. Okay, I got you, got you. What would you grade yourself? Uh, like, for life or for like an hour? Uh, how about for seven minutes? <laughs> All right, for seven minutes, I think I would be worth... Fifty six dollars. 
It's oh. not bad. All right. Yeah. What, what about you? That's like a day pass to Six Flags with a Coke can. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you can upgrade the day pass to the season pass at any Six Flags. Uh, right. For know. only $18. Pays for, for itself after what? two trips. Yeah. 18 bucks? I, forget it, I think it season. used to be free. There are a uh, lot of people out in Western Mass who like literally just treat it like a beach. You see a lot of people just beeline it to Hurricane Harbor and hang out. Yeah, I've never been to Six Flags. Treating Hurricane Harbor like a beach seems like a very sad existence. Well, you know, they're landlocked. They are landlocked. Agawam, Massachusetts. They yeah. chose to settle in Agawam. Agawam, Agawam, ma, 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 It's, uh... All right, well, what's your evaluation for seven minutes? Seven minutes of flesh. If someone had to... Okay. I thought that... I didn't know. Uh, to be traded... To be flesh traded for seven minutes, and then Let's you just get to leave go back to the white. Uh, I don't like this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen <Okay>. bucks. <laughs> I'm out of the f- flesh trade now. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm currently out of it, uh, and I'm probably not open to it. You know, I have a good job. Yeah, but have you ever met someone from doing comedy that was like, "Hey, I like the jokes. Now, how about some chit chat and some drinks or whatever?" Like an audience member. Yeah. Um, or an employee, <laughs> an employee, yeah, of the, of the club, business yeah. or the oh, bar. Okay, I uh, just someone that works. Yes, <laughs> well, uh, out of work. Audience once members. actually, uh, it, it fizzled. Um, but yeah, just once. Um, what do you mean it, it fizzled on the one post like comedy? We like hung out once, had? and then it was just like a, a fizzle post comedy interaction. Yes. Yeah. What about yourself? Did she give you the light? Um, she didn't get she. She didn't give me the light. She was a. It was a do your own clock event, much like tonight. <laughs> what? What's a do your own clock? Oh, there's no light at the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Clock yourself. Go yeah. by the. You so what made math. the date a not favorable, or was it just anticlimactic? Uh, she had. You know, we we all got some issues we need to work out. Sometimes the timing's just not right. Okay. Seems a little sensitive. <laughs> Zach, you ever meet an audience member and then go on a, a, a date? I have not made love to an audience member. I didn't though. say make love, but I... Uh, you maybe uh, got a, a mocktail with an audience member? No, I don't think I have. Someone asked once, but I didn't think she was pretty, so that was... <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the, the implication was that you things. thought she was pretty. Obviously, you wouldn't go on a date with her. You don't yeah, that desperate. I would maybe, uh, if I was in, in that position, maybe go out and just to see... If I didn't think she's pretty, just to, you know, see what she liked about my set. <laughs> <laughs> just for some That's feedback? True. Yeah, yeah. It is important to get feedback from lay people, because they're, you know, they're the real people. Right, yeah. the clergy don't give great feedback. No, the the uh, the active duty comedians, you know, you got to go for those civilians every now and then. What about you, Matt? A lot of dates after screens. the Naked show? I no. know you have a wife now. But I do. I, um, is that how you met her? <laughs> she saw my set and then had to have it. No, but one time this is a uh, I don't know if I told this on the story before, but if whatever I'm telling it now. I was at an open mic in Charlestown, and it was uh, run by a guy that would do this thing during the show. It, it was it was a fun way to keep the thing going. We would do like sex toy trivia, where you had to like guess the sex toy. Sex toy price is right. You'd have to guess what the cost oh, of a really dildo fun. was or something, and whoever got the closest yeah. won it. And then, uh, they, so they did dildo, they did cock ring ring toss, and they put a dildo, um, on the table, and after your set, you threw a ring on it, 
or you tried to. If you got it, you got a drink or something for free. But then after the mic ended, people are just playing cock ring, ring toss, willy nilly, no stakes. Very important. And, uh, and so there's a girl there and we start talking and we ended up leaving together and going back to her place and afterwards, half jokingly, like I, like I did with the, Asking you or telling you what I would do in your situation, I said, "So, uh, what'd you think of my set?" <laughs> I'm under a year in, so right. was, you know. But I'm saying it in kind of a funny way, but trying to not let her know that I was legitimately curious too. She's like, oh, "I didn't see your set." Yeah, yeah. So we just met playing cock ring ring right, toss, right, and that's right. how it went. But I did have a girl. I did the moth. She gave me a note afterwards. That's awesome. Oh, and, that's and, badass. And said like referencing something that I said, extra points. And we hung out a couple times and and it fizzled out. I think because I asked her what kind of Asian she was. I probably I used better words. Holy Christ. I probably used better words. What but it was like was a conversation that? thing. Like we, this is our second time hanging out. I will oh say a girl God. initiating contact like, with a note is a incredibly Had you sexual. made love? Had you made love? No, no, no. It didn't. That not. is not a pre made love question. <laughs> That's that too is. bad. Okay, well she was talking about how like she didn't like something about like Japanese people and I was like, oh, <laughs> which one are you? <laughs> or oh. something. Yeah. Yikes. You know how Koreans happens. <laughs> so you got an answer and it fizzled. <laughs> At least you got an answer. At least, you know, you're, you're not going to have to take that one to the grave, not knowing. No. She's like, can I have my note back? Yeah, she <laughs> rescinded it? No, no. Actually, one time after a show, I was, uh, I was like sort of flirting with a girl, and then I was about to leave, and then I was like, do you have Instagram? And she was like, no. I was like, do you have Facebook? And then she was like, no. I was like... Okay, I'm gonna. I had. I didn't have the courage to ask for a number. I don't know why. In this generation, it's just easier to. Maybe uh, you know them. she will. Uh, she'll listen to this and seek you out. That would be strange because she's like from Falmouth. Uh, but maybe that's not this is not away. a yeah. regional podcast. Oh, in Massachusetts, more than thirty minutes is like a. Yeah, but that could be a summertime romance. Could be a summertime romance. Maybe I'll just go find her. Take the bus to the Cape. The oh, get, uh, get Casey mic. on the mic, Casey McNeil. I had, I had like the opposite kind of thing happen to me. A wife divorced you after seeing right. No, I did marry one though. Yes. I'm gonna peace out. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the girls on the show. I'm gonna ask them what they thought of my penis, and uh, we'll I'll get back to you next time. <laughs> nice. Hey man, I hope you have a nice you night. Field? Good luck. I hope All it right, doesn't fizzle, brother. Don't ask about their origin. So, nineteen. I don't know, it was the early 90s. I was middling at the, the last laugh in Phoenix, Arizona for Rodney Johnson. I'll never forget. And I had met this girl like during the day. You know, you always try to talk it up if you go around the, you know, you're staying in the comedy condo or whatever the hell. And you go to, to lunch and stuff and you're talking up with everybody. The way oh, I'm doing the show. Oh, I'm doing, cause you want people to come. Yeah, so this chick's really cute, right? I'm like, oh, I'm doing a show. So, oh, I love comedians. Oh, I'm like, she's gonna, like, she's gonna date me, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And she, oh, I gotta come to the show. I'm gonna see you, and we'll, you know, maybe we'll hang out after. And I'll, so I'm like, I'm, I'm roaring. It's more than you bargained for. Yeah. I get up there and I do my show, and then afterwards she's like, Nah, that's, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> oh my god, you didn't woo the woman. Yeah. Apparently my set must not have been that great. I, no, I actually had a good night too, but she just. No, and then Rodney drug me out to this club, and I ended up going home with a woman from there in a surprise move. But See? wow, this guy! Yeah. Look at him. That wasn't that was those of the olden days. But did but, that mean that you went back to her home, or you took her to the? No, I took her to the comedy nice. condo. Yeah, was she impressed? 
No, they never are. Two guys flopping, yeah, two they, guys flopping in some old yeah. shitty condo. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're about. But I did marry one. Someone you met at a show. Sort of at a show, because like my 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 other gig is as a public speaker. So I was doing this too. I was doing a, a a thing where I was doing a speech one day. I do this like humorous stuff on dealing with difficult people. I'm doing this thing, and I was going to do two days here in Boston. In Boston. And I did the first day, and she showed up, and she was going to go to both days of the event because it was not just me. She's going to go to both days of the event, and she showed up. And it's like there's an old expression: you never shit where you eat. You know, so like, it's like a big no-no to, 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 but I couldn't help myself. And I was like, oh yeah. We talked afterwards, had this great time. I asked her to dinner. She couldn't go because she was going to vote. It was and an then, election day. Yeah. She okay. was going to go vote. Right. Primary like, said, or no, general? Like, uh, November of 2004. Okay. So, all right. Carrie. Carrie Bush. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so she went to vote Democrat, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and the next day she didn't show up and I thought, oh fuck, you know, I stepped in it now. And then, but she just came late and then we went out and then I came back. I said, I gotta see you. I came back th- that weekend and I confessed my love to her and I said, this is really stupid, but you know, if you want to see where this goes, she went, okay. And we've been together for 15 years. That's went, crazy. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. It's the happy ending this podcast yeah. needs. For and, and Matt Kona sponsored our eight-year-old to the Museum of Science a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, very kind. Got to very hook, him up, hook up a little discount. <laughs> All right. But cool. Awesome. Casey, you want to promote anything? You got the... No, we got the Cambridge Comedy Underground show underway. I the was Cambridge just there. It was a wonderful time. Zach did very a great nice. set the other night. We're going to have you on there when you're able to come and do it. That'd be cool. Love to do that. But can you watch that online or do you have to be in Cambridge? No. Well, the, for to do the Channel 96 thing or whatever, you're going to see, you're going to be on Cambridge Access gotcha. to see the, to see the reruns of it. But it's live stream. It's stream, it live streams on the Facebook page when we record it. And we get a really high def version that goes out on Vimeo and then I chop it up and put sets of it in our web, on our um, Facebook page and stuff like cool. that. So, so you'll be seeing all kinds of sets. So just search um, Facebook for Cambridge Comedy Underground. Comedy Underground. Hey, you Yeah. And, 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 uh, Big D is the co-host. Big on D, there. Demetrius Hallam is over there. Yeah. That is correct. Awesome. All right. Speaking of. The main Final guest. We got the host. Just, just, well, just Big D came in, so I was like, I guess the show's over. But, show uh, is over. Yeah. And I'm here, and uh, I would have gotten here quicker if I'd known you guys were still recording. <laughs> still cooking. Hour two right here. Awesome. Holy cow, man. So what are some of the highlights of the show in general overall? You get, for you, uh, Highlight you of the show was uh, the lady you talked to first time. Danya. Uh, Danya. Was working the door mm. and said, Hey, I'd like to do, uh, your show sometime. I was like, Great, let's connect. And I was going to ask her to send like a link as I always do. Mm-hmm. In fact, I even think we had that conversation. And then I go and I, and I greet, uh, uh, Casey and, and, and Kevin, other mm-hmm. Kevin and, and, um, and Ethan and show, show them, show them what, you know, where the clock is, so you keep time and all that, and then show him back here, and then I go, all right, I was like, all right, so got Kevin filling in here, mm-hmm. Kevin, other Kevin, yeah, and so then and then you, all right, you guys are gonna we're be off at the, the end, table when you're making your lineup, yeah. and then uh, 
And then Demetrius at the end. I don't have anyone to put at the beginning of the show except for Valley. And I'm like, I can't just do Valley and then go into new comics. But that's what we did. Yeah. And uh I was like, shit, we're kind of short. <laughs> I haven't had this. I almost always overbooked the show. Yeah. And this time I underbooked it kind of on purpose, but then people got sick and couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Danya and I said, hey, you said you wanted to do a show. How about tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And just the expression on her face of just joyful terror. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes. I was like, I made a good decision just seeing her reaction. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I got to ask permission. I got to come over here. I'm working the door. I can't. And then of course, uh, Josh, who is doing tech and, House manager, I mean, he's yeah. like, does everything mm-hmm. and keeps it together. I mean, you have no idea how much he does for this theater. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I should probably interview him sometime. Yeah. And then, um, total aside, he reminded me after the show that he's probably done over a hundred of these over the course of the last 10 years. No kidding. Yeah. It's like, we've been doing this for 10 years with <laughs> you in the booth. Yeah. He's seen a lot of people. No. Oh my! So we gotta have a celebration. Yeah, we should That's have him thing. do like a special show. That's yeah. But here's the thing: Danya came out, and apparently other folks on the show, including maybe you or at least Big D, had seen her like do awesome stuff before. She totally destroyed that room. I mean, the, the immediately thing that came to me was uh, Alana Glazer from Broad yeah, yeah. City, yeah, yeah. who she reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Just the attitude, you know what I mean? Just a completely like, wow, don't give a fuck. I'm going to say some shit. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. It's and the way it comes out for who, to her persona, the way she looks. You're not on the yeah, mic, yeah, yeah, so yeah. this on, isn't working. I know enough yeah, to know this isn't right. how to do this. Here, yeah. So I would say Donya Trauma is so funny, and if you get a chance to see her, just look up, you know, look her up online. She's so, she just even suits her part, the way that she does her comedy. I saw her Chris Post beer me, and she also does pick a side stupid a lot. Ah, nice. She debates. She's really funny. Cool. Well, well, here's what's funny, and in case you just demonstrate, everybody else on the show seems to know how funny she is, and I just right. found out tonight after saying she could be on the show. <laughs> but I can tell. Yeah. I can just tell by, by somebody's energy and their enthusiasm for getting naked in front of right. an audience. Right. Like, that tends to go hand in hand with being really talented. Yeah. And, uh, and it paid off again. And so... Uh, there you go. That was the show, and I can't wait to hear her on this. Hear yes, her story. She did wonderful. We had wonderful time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you guys for being on here. Thanks, Zach, for recording. Check out Absolutely. his podcast series finale. They yes. got a regular one and a special Patreon one weekly. And leave us an iTunes review. Backstage of the Naked Comedy Showcase. Come see the show live. First Thursday of every month at Improv Boston that sells out in advance. The last few months have sold out. So if you get down here and the show's sold out, just walk around the corner and watch a free live podcast for free. No, I'm just kidding. You could from the window yeah, here. Yeah, you absolutely I don't could. know why you would. You could listen but... to old episodes. Yes, and then, instead, uh, sync it up with our voices. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a super creep, we'd probably let you come in and sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But thank you so much, Andy. 
Andy O'Feish, Zach Brazau, Casey McNeil. Thank you, guys. All right. Good night, America.